the outlaw mud show drive-in for over 50 weeks the revolutionary force in sports entertainment podcasting welcome to the outlaw mud show drive-in my name is joe connor and this is part two of our conversation with mohammed fathy from his oh. trip on wrestlemania and his wrestlecation and mohammed fathy is here with us Oh, oh, that's me. Yeah, that's me. Uh, that's my kid. Should I talk? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Hi. Uh, I'm very happy to be here. Thank you. And for the first time <laughs> in exactly eight weeks, we have Damn. three people on the podcast. So today we have James yeah. Blanton joining us. All right. Hello, everyone. Happy Sunday. Yeah. This occasion is so rare. We had to. We had to scramble to get a third chair in here. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, we, last we, week we covered up until Saturday morning, up until Friday, well, Friday night is when we ended it. So, Mohammed, Saturday morning, you're, uh, before you went to NXT Take or not, tell me not Takeover, NXT Stand and Deliver. What was your day going? Well, Joe, see, and here's a little thing we got to say. Uh, Saturday morning. On top of it being the first day of WrestleMania was the first day of Ramadan. So I found myself in that precarious position where I'm going to be fasting that day. And, you know, had to wake up at 4 a.m., have that pre-fast meal, then sleep then sleep again, which uh, caused a lot of troubles. But anyway, anyway, woke up, went to uh, went to WrestleCon. My plan was to get to WrestleCon at 9 a.m., finish it early. But of course, as it uh, usually happens during this week, I never actually make it on time to those two conventions. So I was there at around, yeah, let's say 9.30, 10. 10-ish. And um, I met, met, uh, met our friend Brandon there. We And there was a lot of MBS guys uh, uh, running around WrestleCon then. There was a uh, Jared was there. Actually, it was just Jared, I think. And so, so the, there, there's a lot. I think it was just Jared. Yeah, yeah, you know. No, I, a lot of a lot, a lot of us, a lot of us were uh, were running around on Friday. I guess Friday was the day that had more MBS guys on it. But uh, Saturday there was Jared was there. I was there. Brandon, uh, Brandon was there. Uh, both Brandons were there actually. Diamond Knight and uh, Brandon, and Brandon sure. Fraser. And. Yeah, I'm not sure if Troyan was there on Saturday morning or not. But anyways, eh, get there, have a uh, meet a few wrestlers. Get, get to meet Jay White. Jay White, by the way, guys, nicest guy ever. Well, that's what I've heard. Yeah, he's like you he's know not because American. I mean yeah, he's not American, but like it's it's you see Jay White on New Japan for Austin and everything, and you expect like you're gonna find this cocky prick who's gonna be like you know. Huh? Standoffish or anything. He's like, you know, it's disarm. It's I guess I grade the niceness on also in contrast to whatever their only uh, their on-air character is. So he's like his on-air character as far as nice is way down here, and as far as him being nice was that. Anyway, I get a picture and then I asked it to sweet him and he said yes, of course. It's like it's like he's weird. It's weirded out that I'm even asking him. <laughs> and did you breathe with him? Yeah. I mean, we were both breathing and then standing next to each other. I'm not sure if there was a ritual that should have been done other than that. <laughs> he, had, he had to dangle a switchblade so you could both be breathing with the switchblade. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be nice like, if you, you just hold this, man. Now breathe. 
there you go. You just you breathe. With, you just breathe with the switch. Like I'll have this back. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. But uh, okay, I'll talk about a few guys who I thought were like uh, really nice at Rescon, even though they didn't have to be nice. Like if you know, you they just get their photo and move on. Um, Adam Cole. Adam Cole, I met. He's really cool. He is. Real cool, and honestly, uh, to be honest, his smile is infectious. Yeah, he he just greets you. He's so nice, so you you can't help but be happy when you're like you know meeting Adam Cole. That's funny. I when I met Adam Cole, it was also in Dallas, Texas. Oh, nice. Wait, 2016. He was still with Ring of Honor, was he? Yes. Uh, yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Britt Baker. Same thing. Very thankful. Uh, Britt Baker actually took time to ask uh, to ask my name, which I thought, oh, okay, that's pretty good. Huh? Like, and then when I'm leaving, she's like, "Thank you, Muhammad. Thank you for." Oh, well, well, yeah, Britt Baker on my name. Uh, I told you about the, you know, my my great triumph with Selena De La Renta last week. So we're <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, James, just to catch you up, pretty much, uh, just uh, Selena De La Renta said I smelled real good, real good. Okay. <laughs> Did you meet the hottest act in uh, 2022? I did meet Matt Cardona. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's that. Well, the second hottest act. Okay. Wait, Matt is the <laughs> second hottest act, or is? No, Matt's oh. number one. Oh, no. talking about people who are nice and uh, whatnot, right? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I did. I met him twice, actually. I met him the first day, and then the second day, I was just hanging out in front of the table, and then he was coming back to it, and he said, "Oh, hi," and then we just chatted for like a minute and i felt awkward because i already had my picture with dan housen and i was like uh, well how do i end this without you know insult because he's probably he's not gonna remember that i took a picture with him yesterday yeah <laughs> I was like... <laughs> so we got into this until someone came up and asked for a picture and then i made my exit i was like yeah, <laughs> yeah that's good to do that there because sometimes you just don't know how to break free just like uh i gotta go yeah, it's not that I I would have talked forever, but I was like, he's expecting me to ask him for a picture right now, and I don't know how to. Like, I could have just said I had a picture with you yesterday, but it's nice to talk to you. But uh, you know, it didn't come to my mind right then. Yeah. Oh well, well if Dan Housing uh, Dan Housing was listening to this, I am I am sorry about not asking you about the picture then, but I already, you know, I was on a budget and I already had the picture, and thank you, thank you for just being nice to me. Broadway, Broadway Mo was on a budget to fool me. <laughs> oh boy, dude, I had to cut. Like I was in the that budget went out the window the minute I walked into the superstore. I figured, yes. <laughs> look at look, look at that poster over there. I did not. I don't need that poster. I don't. Yeah, you do. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, look, it's yeah. pretty awesome, isn't it? It says "Wanted Dead" by the way on the top. I don't know if that's exactly. in the frame. But my not. whole thing is, who you talking to, Muhammad? Who you talk to? He yeah. says every time, "Oh, I'm gonna get that. I got no room for it. It's somewhere." Yeah. And then you see the <laughs> ur- the urn right behind me, which with the Texas flag on it, and then the Undertaker symbol in the middle. And if you th- there's a, like a coffin uh, box for it, that's under it here. Yeah. Uh, I kept like putting off buying that urn until the very last day, and then after I was ending it, I just you know what hell with it. This urn is it cost a hundred dollars, but uh, I got like I had a five dollar. Uh, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get it. Can never have too can never have too many, you know, Undertaker celebratory urns. It's on. It's for. It's going for five hundred on eBay right now. So. Nice. 
but then I sent I sent a picture to it uh, of it to Dime the other day, and I was like, "Why weren't you there to stop me?" Because he did stop okay. me from buying a lot of other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah, the budget got screwed the hell up to the point that I was like, there were people that I met at Icons of Wrestling that I wanted to take the picture with again, but I was like, nope. <laughs> I was like, uh, I was like, okay, now you gotta know that you're overspending here. You're going into crazy territories. You just had a picture with this guy last week. That's why I have to stay away. Cause I learned when I went to Star Starcast. Yeah, Starcast yeah. for double or nothing. First time I understood that. Like I was telling Jealous, a couple of people I wish I took pictures with, got autographs. I just didn't know who they were at that time. Like, you know, the Orange Cassidy's and nothing. And I saw, like, Ken Shamrock and Dan Servin, but, like, nope. Take to my list. These are people I want to get. I'm not breaking from there. And then you see them vendors, and you want to get other things. And I'm like, okay. It's... Like, yeah. yeah. It's sometimes, like, there are bona fide legends that you see, but you're like, you know what? It's, it also depends on when you see them. It's like... Yeah. It's like I, I see, yeah, for example, you can see Ken Shamrock, but like I'm way I'm this deep in my wallet right now, so I I think I don't I cannot accommodate Ken Shamrock now. If I had seen him at the beginning, maybe it would have been a different conversation. Yeah, but I'm like I'm happy just I saw them, you know, yeah. like that. Because everybody like, ooh, I want a picture of the Horseman without Ric Flair with the TBS still thing. No, I'm in line for uh, Hangman, and at the time, uh, SCU. No, I was in line for NWO at that time. I'm like, eh, I'm fine. <laughs> you know, like, I, I would love to take a picture of the Rock and Roll Express for a certain Hello? someone and say, y'all suck. I saw them walk past. So I can say I at least saw them in person. I have to yeah. go with that. Yeah, I had the thing in uh, I had the thing at WrestleMania 35 in Madison Square Garden where like I couldn't get a ticket for the Lozinger Bernablas uh, de Japon uh, picture. But at least while Naito was walking away, I I I made the eye signal and he made it back to me, and I was like, okay, I got my I got a moment. Exactly, and it's just so weird because when I saw Kenta Kobayashi, I'm walking, seeing this guy. Who this? And I'm sorry, he looked just like this. Who looked like this meth out biker? And I just staring at him. Oh, I see you, man. You met was... Onita. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Wrong, wrong no, he was white. It was Vampiro. <laughs> And it took me the next day to realize that was Vampiro. I'm like, I'm going to mark the hell out. I'm like, oh, it's oh, Vampiro. I used to love you, Vampiro. Yeah, I had yeah. that same thing also in, 2000, in 2019. WrestleCon, I, I met uh, Priscilla Kelly, now known as Gigi Dolan, part of uh, a woman who I'm toxically yeah. attracted to. But that's, but. <laughs> so it just threw me off and stuff because he just got in the line. He went to shook. Because uh, he didn't hit. I think he was doing an autograph stand. He just showed up and it's, he wants to see Kenta and just disappeared. And yeah, I'm like, in, your, in, your, in your defense, it, it's actually pretty surprising that Vampire actually showed up for an autograph signing. I know, I know. He does not, because he he never showed up for anything that he was built for that I attended, so... That's exactly, good. so it's just, like, weird. And, yeah. <laughs> but um, I was like, when I met Priscilla Cully and I chatted with Darby Allen, but Darby Allen was sans face paint and this was pre-AEW, and I knew who, AEW, mm-hmm. uh, who Darby Allen was, I actually saw him at the ball. But... I talked with him a little bit, and then after I left, I was like, damn it, that was Darby Allen. Mm-hmm. See? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but in my defense, he was talking normal. I mean, you know Darby Allen, like, I don't know, like, before AEW, when he did promos and Evolve, he had, the, he put on that this raspy voice that he was, like, yeah. uh, yelling at Ethan Page with. 
and everything. So I'm like, this guy, clean cut, blonde hair, kind of skinny. Not, and not that I'm against it. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not anyone. To, I'm not going to body shame anyone. I'm mean, look at, me. anyways. But uh, and talking to me, and I'm like, and he's talking real good, and he's talking for so, and I'm like, and I didn't make the connection until I saw them walking away together. I'm like, hold on a second, that's her husband. That's all. Same for uh, Mike Johnson. He was in line for me with Kent Kobayashi. And again, I'm just looking like, he looks familiar. And like, it's just staring and staring. But this time I was in line for a certain wrestler I can't name now. And I'm just saying, I'm like, then I'm, I, I was on Twitter like, was you there? Like, was you in line for, yeah, I was. I'm like, man, I, I wish I would have shook your hand. And stuff like that. Like, I'll be here Sunday, just... Sometimes you just not be paying attention to certain people it's, around you. So, it's yeah. kind of weird because I think I I came upon the the, the press table at the WrestleCon Super Show, and I think he was sitting there. Yes, yeah, I didn't say it. Was. See, I didn't see, see? I, like I didn't put it together, but he was like talking to everyone else, and I was like, you know, I'm trying to get to my seat, and uh, and yeah, I got away, and I thought, okay, if that's the press table, that's then that's probably that was probably Mike Johnson right there. Yeah, you know, looking at your phone and looking like. Man, that could be, and just don't be an idiot. Like, hello, Mike Johnson. Like, my name is Larry. Oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't want to be like, uh, Mr. Mike Johnson, big fan of your, who? <laughs> to me, yeah, that's that's the most embarrassing thing you could possibly do. I never did that for the Young Bucks when I first met him in Ring of Honor. I'm like, which one is Mick? Which one is Nick? Which one is Matt? All right, all right, I got it, I got it. <laughs> so, yeah. Did you get it right? But continue. <laughs> Yeah, I did, I did, I did, I did. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, other people were nice. Uh, the Hex were very nice. Uh, like, they actually, you know, they made conversation and talking and everything. And then uh, I felt comfortable enough to, you know, to throw. And I came in all the way from Abu Dhabi, for, uh, like, uh, you know, just to spark a conversation. And, and they popped I've heard that about stuff. Marty Bell that she's really nice. Yeah, Marty Bell. Mm-hmm. Actually, Marty Bell heard me talking about it. Uh, when she heard me say I came from Abu Dhabi, she said, wow, really? I don't think she heard that. And she goes, and he walks there in and she tells him, he came from Abu Dhabi. And uh, that was pretty good. And then uh, they liked my airbrushed uh, Undertaker tattoo. They thought it was real. Kayfabe. Say it was real. Yeah, Kayfabe. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was, but I was kind of like, I was, I was kind of like, hey, you know, if I told them this, they might ask me where I got this tattoo. Yeah, yeah, where's it? And they did it. I was like, eh, the superstore. <laughs> they just. Uh, uh, Bray Wyatt, oh, I got. love that you did have that. And I'm like, you got a tattoo? You like cafe? Like, oh, it, it's not too out of the weird that you get a tattoo on taking It is very. Yeah. Like, I just said it would just not be visible, though. That's the thing. Like, you would have it visible like that. So, like, yeah, I should have it, like, you know, up here or something. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which it's kind it's kind of sad because I had it on my I had this on my form I had uh, I had another one on my form the last day uh, purple and black and uh, they both faded away pretty fast because as part of our daily prayer we have to you know wash certain areas which include the the entire forearm like five times a day so yeah what you can do if I had it up here in the shoulder it might have still been here mm-hmm. but alas it did it did look pretty good, cool though right look. Yeah, yeah, and it being black, it looked, it looked, it kind of looked like a little bit of a prison or like a jank tat or something. I was like, hey, yeah. <laughs> and I hope they do this next year as well. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and the Godwins were pretty nice. Uh, the Militian were pretty good, nice. 
money. I actually, uh, now that I think about it, I got a lot of tech teams in there. I noticed that. Like, listen, like I got, listen, the Hex, the Inspiration, of course. Uh, you, which, you by, the... which, by the way, uh, it's, I'm kind of cranky about the photo with the Inspiration because they wouldn't even get up from their seats. But Oh, really? Yeah, I had to come yeah, down I to heard, them. Yeah, I heard Jared said they was not nice and, you know, they wouldn't stand up and stuff. I mean, like, treat us like Marks. Okay, fine. Uh, I mean, we are, but you don't have to, like, you know. Uh, uh, I didn't know that. I, I Now that I think about it, maybe I should have asked them to get up. I don't know. It's like if yeah, you're paying right. if you're paying for this, uh, it's not like uh, axes where you just come up on the table and just uh, you can do it. Uh, but anyways, yeah. But here we go: the hex, the inspiration, money Inc., the Good Brothers, APA, the Godwins, uh, demolition. That's seven tag teams. Did I get any other tag teams? Yeah. Oh no, you got to do something different. There you go. Pretty sure there was another tank. I mean, like, I got the uh, Proud and Powerful, but that was at the uh, Icons of Wrestling, not at WrestleCon. But, anyways, yeah. Yeah, a lot of tag teams. And then, uh, because at uh, the WrestleCon thing, uh, we we didn't, uh, they, they deleted our tickets. So, uh, the guy uh, the guy in charge of, like, you know, ticketing everything, uh, his name is uh, Amigo, I think. Uh, shout out, Amigo. Thank you for taking care of us. He said that uh, if you come uh, come to me tomorrow, we'll, we'll make sure you get a like a cool experience. And so me and Brandon met him, and though he said, "Okay, so there's a couple of guys we want to meet. We want to meet uh, like uh, Kurt, Rick Flair, or Bret Hart." And he said, "Rick Flair, we cannot because he's from the, the he, he's coming with the permission of WWE. Rick Flair was there with Fighterman Sports, so you cannot do anything about that." So, but he got us to meet Kurt and Bret. And actually got us to meet Rocky and Rocky, and he said, uh, "Yeah, these are the, our friends from the Middle East." I didn't want to say that I'm the only guy from the Middle East in there because I was the one who booked the ticket. <laughs> but Brandon can sell that off. He can sell that off. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the boys actually do uh, look kind of like uh, you it know could they, be, yeah. they they could, could pass as Arabs. Exactly, exactly. Exact. So. <laughs> Even like uh, we got into this Uber, like uh, all of us, we went and uh, got into this Uber that was taking us to the hotel, and the the driver was Jordanian, and you know Arabs kind of recognize each other. So he starts talking to me in Arabic, and he was like, uh, "How come these boys like um, um, he's like my children are younger than them, and they can speak Arabic?" And I was like, well, "Oh, they're not. <laughs> they're not Arabs." And I'm not sure what he thought about, like, you know, the situation with me and Brandon uh, bringing in two boys into the... <laughs> like, get out the car! Yeah. Wow, you know what? That would have been a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so we're there, and then uh, we're gonna, like, uh, I'm, we're gonna go back to the hotel, we're gonna go back to the hotels and then meet up for NXT, Stand and Deliver. Because I had my special like Blackheart Champa shirt that I wanted to wear for the stand and deliver, and Broke his then Undertaker I mean, yeah. <laughs> hey, I got two shirts that were not Undertaker Champa and uh, Bray, and then the rest was like pretty much Undertaker, and then and then and that's not counting the shirts that I got from the Super <laughs> that were also Undertaker shirts. But that's mm-hmm. um. But anyways. Then Joe sends uh, send that message of like uh, about NXT and I'm like it started already because the tickets clearly stated 12 12 p.m. start and I don't know about you guys if it says 12 p.m. start I'm I'm pretty sure they mean about the local timing of the venue not that not is 12 p.m. weird 
And it, well, it was the same. Uh, it was the same local time that I had for uh, that I was in. Yeah. Yeah, but you. you but, yeah, say, but you messaged us at around like eleven, and you were like talking about how the pre-show was there, and we were. I think it was the pre-show. Yeah, they, they had when the show started, not when the pre-show. Exactly. Started, the tickets should say. Yeah. yeah, but the ticket. Yeah, yeah. Usually, the tickets say when the doors open. Like it's like. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. So you know they come like doors open at ten, but show starts at noon. So you know. Like, yeah, but right, uh, but these tickets, but these tickets just said twelve. Let's say anything yeah. else. So I was like, hey, yeah, doors open at 12. Or maybe there's no, like, you know, there isn't no pre-show. Or... Yeah. So anyway, we ca- so we hustle to stand and deliver. We go in. It's a morning show. It's, it's I hate to say it, but the arena's pretty, it, it's kind of half empty. It filled out as the show went on. I mean, like, when the show started. Yeah, and I think a lot of people thought starting it later. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, here's the problem, and uh, Jim Cornette uh, touched on this on his podcast as well, so I'm thinking, yeah, this guy really understood because stand because it was any it was NXT, NXT takeovers during WrestleMania, we can usually have that high energy, high octane, that energetic crowd, but because this was on the, this was a morning show, basically, and, it ha- and we still had to go to WrestleMania later. You're coming in and you're like, my mind, like, I'm going into a wrestling show. I'm not prepared to be wowed by this wrestling show because it's early in the morning. I'm like, yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. and at the second time, you're also talking about, like, because, WrestleMania, because WrestleMania is in a different county altogether. So you're like thinking about logistics of how you're going to get there. And, uh, mm-hmm. This day is still going to be, uh, this yeah. day is still going to be. Uh, when we gonna line up? Yeah, you know how are we gonna get there? Yeah, yeah. Well, thankfully, I didn't have any problems with eating because I was fasting. So yeah. I was... <laughs> exactly. Uh huh. <laughs> That's there's a Muslim advantage, bitches. Anyways, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, uh, we're uh, yeah we're sitting there and we're watching, and then this guy sitting behind me and. Here's something I learned on this trip. I should be more tolerant, and I did. I was, and I'm proud of myself. Of thought, I should be more tolerant of people who try to get themselves over during these shows. Here's what I'm gonna what say. Happened? Here's what I'm gonna say. Like, uh, first of all, during the SmackDown thing, there was also a guy. There was a guy. I think I don't know. They were from. They were. I think they were British nationalities, but they they were originally from. They're from Syria. They don't speak Arabic, so they speak Arabic or something like that. And there's this guy in the back who's like big guy, tracksuit, wearing a chain, looked like a looked like European mafia. From yeah, <laughs> just just okay. gotta say that. And this guy kept trying to be the anti fan of everything. Now this guy, I should not have tolerated. That's not the same guy who's at stand and deliver. But this yeah, guy, okay. yeah, this guy keeps uh, talking, and I'm like, I'm like, Sh- dude, shut the fuck up already. It's uh, people were chanting, "You deserve it at the end," and this guy's like, "You do not." I'm like, oh, really, uh-huh. really, really? Yeah, see, yeah, see, and the, that's Once why your someone... mother like to be in the skybox without the yeah. people around, because yeah. yeah, they can really get on your nerves. And then he thanks Michelle much. McCool, and this guy's like, "Marry me, Michelle." Matt, what the fuck? <laughs> N- literally, no one sitting around you uh, within the sound of your voice thinks you're cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's like I get people who try to be disruptors, but at least be creative or like be smart about it. Yeah, just don't be like a dick just for the sake of being a dick. Yeah. But anyways, but the guy behind me at stand and deliver, I could tell that this guy came in alone. Which I can relate to. 
because that's me usually at most of the wrestling shows. And he's trying to get fun. He's trying to include everyone with them. It's just there are things that hit and things that were just not as... <laughs> like, I'll tell you something. We kept chanting NXT, NXT, and then he, he started a 2.0 chant, which I got a chuckle out of. Funny. Excellent. It's not the same NXT. You're acknowledging it. You're saying that this is not the same NXT we used to chant for. I get the, the, I get the meaning behind the jokes you're saying. But when you keep saying something like, hey, we don't want any botches tonight. We want everything to be clean. He was like, I hate when fans do that. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like, I would never, like, I could, I, I have joined in into the occasional You Fucked Up chant from time to time. But I, to be pretentious enough to be sitting there and tell those professionals in the ring that you don't want them botching shit is like yeah i don't know it's just it rubbed me wrong and then and then every other blow that would happen he would say yes he would say uh, something like a big move would hit and he would say good sell good sell he was basically trying to make himself sound smarter than he actually is exactly and yeah. i get that this guy and because this guy was sitting alone he was trying to elicit reactions from the people around him and i i i completely understand that Honestly, it's 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 more fun at a wrestling show when you're with people. Yeah, when you're joining people. I mean, Joe, you remember like Madison Square Garden? We had we had some of the best times because we were in, engaging yeah, with everyone was who was around crowd. us. Yeah. yeah. So uh, when you say something like "good style," and then there were like blows coming, and he would say like, "Yeah, strong style." But this really is not strong style. That just sounds forced right there. That just sounds like yes. somebody who doesn't even watch wrestling, who's no. just like trying to sound like they've been watching for exactly. a while. Exactly. Like, like, I'm going to say strong style. Strong style. style like... Strong style. And I'm like watching this and I'm like, literally there has not been a single strong style move in this show. Except maybe for Kaylee Ray's headbutt, but that's... <sighs> but did she get the headbutt during the match? I can't even remember now. I can't remember. That's the problem with the morning show that happens right before. It had not only did it happen yeah. the morning of WrestleMania, it happened right before WrestleMania. So you're like, yeah, I know. I thought that was weird too, but they didn't have a. Well, you think it'd be better if they did a Thursday night instead of Saturday morning? Yes, yes, yeah. ten times yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, I would say okay. I would say even like on Thursday, have NXT slash Hall of Fame. Keep it just... Yeah. Okay. It's or or I don't know. Maybe the Hall of Fame is a, is a good fit for Pro Post SmackDown. It gets the better. It, it has the better lead in. You get the crowd. Yeah. And they don't have to get another venue. I, yeah. But I get it for that size of Hall of Fame. It wasn't that big. You had your main eventer. You had your addition. So next year, I'm thinking they might do a separate one again. But if they do. I wouldn't mind doing NXT and the Hall of Fame. And honestly, no, honestly, if next year they're gonna do it, I, I'd rather they do it with SmackDown and then just keep the matches because, let's basically say this: WrestleMania SmackDown was a throwaway show. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, well, no, it was what we, what me and Joe said. It was the WrestleMania pre-show, pre-show, because that could have yeah. been pre-show matches at WrestleMania. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, instead of instead of two hours of I don't know what even they showed on the network, because, but uh, it was like a rave for two hours in in the stadium. There was a DJ that kept you know spinning, the, which was he was a um, really skilled DJ by the way. 
he and they kept showing the they kept showing video the DJ. Oh, they did. Okay, I didn't see yeah. it, but yeah, yeah, they showed the DJ a bunch of times throughout. Yeah, the he kept he kept shows. putting in wrestling themes with the actual pop songs, and it was pretty awesome. Honestly, his music was. Pretty was that? Good. The, I I was wondering if it was the same DJ from MSK. If it was the same guy, not sure. I don't remember the look of the guy from MSK. If I actually watched, if I actually saw him, maybe was. But anyway. I was like the guy behind me. I was like, uh, yeah, I, I, if something would happen, I would acknowledge it. And then uh, the women's championship came, and he just he made this statement at the beginning. I don't care who wins as long as it's not Mandy Rose. Fair enough. But then during the match, he joins in on the Mandy chant. <laughs> and I'm like, and this is exactly how I go. I just look him dead in the eye. He's like, well, I said, he's just if, sad. If, if Troy Han was there, he would just be like nodding his head like a cool fan. Yeah. 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 And I, and I was like, you just said you were okay with anyone else winning. What the hell? I was like, I don't care. Like, see, and see, and that's, 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 yeah, that's my problem with fans. At least he wasn't drunk. <laughs> no, he I was not. With the, yeah, and I understood that this guy, this guy, this guy wasn't even going to mania. He was just, uh, he was like because when. Jesus, that's even no. Crazy. I think he's from Dallas. I mean, like, not that. Uh... that uh, he had to be. He had yeah. to be if he just by himself is there. Yeah, because he was like, uh, because he was like, uh, because when people were talking about like, oh, we're gonna miss mania, it was like now I'm jealous because I'm uh, of all the rich people because I'm not going to mania and I'm. I didn't want to say, well, dude, no, oh, well, dude, don't, well, dude, it's the ticket, it's, you could just still get cheap tickets, but, okay. Exactly. <laughs> Rich people. But anyways, for him, it did not work, for some reason. I'm not going to judge the guy, it's, uh, I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, we popped a lot for the Triple H spot, and honestly, some of the best fans' reactions were for, uh, uh Tony D'Angelo, because... He's over, man. He's got to go with it. He's over, but we'll not in that. the way you think. He I know. Got, I he got he got railed with so many like stereotypical Italian jokes. Oh like, yes, yes, yes. I can't guess that. Like like someone said, you look like the meatballs marinara type of Italian. I was, oh my what God. does that even mean? But it's like it's funny as well. Like, you a straight cut Italian? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, someone said something about like, oh, yeah, go get me my pizza orders. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it, it is a lot of fun. Uh, and by the time, honestly, by the time Dolph Ziggler and Braun Strowman, uh, I was going to say Braun Strowman, Braun Breaker were on, uh, yeah, everyone is starting to get angsty and even people shouted out like, hey, wrap it up, we got to get to Mania. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask like if after the show it's like if it had a different vibe than other WWE shows just because of people knowing that they had to go to Mania. Yeah, exactly. It's there was no like, you know, hang around and soak it in type of like, you know, post show feeling. You're just I gotta hustle to get to the next thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I got to hustle to get to the. It's uh, it's not just you know the next one. It's not like you know uh, you're going uh, you're going to GCW Spring Stampede the uh, two hundred and twenty seven or anything. You're going to WrestleMania. So. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> what? Hey, I'm saying it now. If all three of us gonna be in LA, 
We have to see CY. Don't say We got to see. <laughs> we got to no. see it. Just to be got, in the audience. Okay. Uh, yeah, I got promises. Yeah, I'll tell you guys this one. This small story from uh, Russicon. I'm not sure this was. I think this was on Friday. Uh, now, the shows were in the ground floor of the of the Fairmont Hotel. The convention was upstairs, so you got to take an escalator, like right at the doorway of the uh, of the hall. You take an escalator up, and I'm making my way up. And there's a show going on in that hall. And through the holes, bursting out of the holes, come uh, come Zicky Dice and uh, and Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona's like on the floor, and Zicky Dice is beating him up. And Chelsea Green is there, and she's like she's like yelling about what's going on and what's happening. And this guy's so they're like it's like a fight broke out like right in the middle of the uh, of the hotel, but it's part of the show. And she and then she's like I'm out of there, and she climb and she runs up the escalator to escape whatever the man is that's going on. It's like she wasn't even like part of the show. She just looked it up and stuff. So that was pretty good. It's a, it's like you know what? If you go to Wrestle uh, WrestleMania week, you gotta like you know you gotta like soak in all these weird things that might happen. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I don't know what I said to offend him. Oh, he he. It was it was the Chelsea Green line. He that 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 upset him. Okay, I'm yeah, back. Well. Let's not talk about them anymore now, because soon as you, when you wave your hand like this, Muhammad, uh, I can't see you. How did I wave? How do how he waved his hand? <laughs> no, no, no. When you were talking about it, like you like that was a. This is exactly what he cut off. You like. We still don't know. Okay, wait, wait, wait till, wait till, about, wait till you appear first, and then we'll show. No, no, no. There you go. Oh, no, when you were talking about control your narrative, like you said, there was a room, and then you just did this, and it froze. <laughs> <laughs> My whole system just froze and shut down for a moment. Like, all right, let's. You know, you know what the funniest thing about you know what the funniest thing about that is. Yeah. I didn't mention control your narrative. I <laughs> know <laughs> it's just you just said some rules. He's talking about WrestleCon. Like, I know, but no, it just you stop like this. Joe stopped with a smile. I waved my hand like, are we frozen? And then my whole system froze and it shut off and it came back on again. So yeah. We'll yeah. To be that. fair, okay. uh, to be fair, you did throw, uh, you did freeze for me, and then Joe was like doing his best statue impression. Like, uh, <laughs> Joe, have you ever considered like you, you know, just going to Madame Tussauds' house of wax and just standing there for a while? Because you, you do that. I used, well. When I was a kid, I used to stand in department stores as a mannequin for fun, and I would just stand there for like an hour. I loved it. Not even try to, say, not even try to shock anyone. Just stand there like a mannequin. Then, you know? I would <laughs> say that was bullshit, but knowing Joe, I could see him doing that. It's just Joe. <laughs> It was fun. <laughs> I can feel that. But no, I'm just saying that not that we have to pay a lot in bucks, but just gotta at least experience it so we can like, man, this is shitty, and then just walk away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's I'll, just I'll a... talk to you about that in like 11 months. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Watch. It's uh, it's the whole we, idea. It's not that. It's the idea that you know there's so much happening on. Do you really want to like waste your time? I wasn't gonna oh, say waste course. your time, but do you really want to risk your time on some on something that's unproven yet? Yeah, true. And Let looks and, and something that looks like it's not good at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. but they have a year. After a year from now, they either it's it's either it's yeah. either it's either dead or or better. So. Exactly. And and come on now. We got a free two outs. <laughs> I'm not saying 
let's miss something to go see it. No, uh, dude, 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 it's gonna be in Los Angeles. Yeah, getting There's around, yeah. getting around is gonna be a whole different ballgame. It's, it's, it's not New Orleans uh, or, or it's, it's not New Orleans or even Dallas for that matter. But uh, Los Angeles is gonna be. The- I've been to Orange County. I've never been to Los Angeles. So there you go. I mean, yeah, but uh, you've seen the horror stories about, like, you know, that the, the, the mm-hmm. yeah. So it's, right, uh, I'm actually thinking, yeah, I'm actually thinking of doing less next year. That's what. Uh, yeah. But, uh, it's like getting back to have a budget. <laughs> getting back to <laughs> this year's in Dallas for Muhammad's vacation. Um, what was like? What yeah, was, it's all uh, about me, goddammit. And yeah, <laughs> that's the plot yes, of the episode. Yeah, continue. Um, so I have to stand and deliver. So there you go. Yes. Okay. Joe, you were going to ask something, or you were just going to tell me? To I, 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 was, I was just trying to get us back on track about uh, okay, uh, okay. So our... episode. Yeah, so going back to WrestleMania. Okay, so going back to WrestleMania. So so we clear out. Uh, Brandon's uh, hotel is right next to the American Airlines Center, so he goes up, and I have to go back to the hotel, get my special Undertaker shirt that I have prepared for the WrestleMania show. You know... For night one, at least, yes, and yes. Uh, you know, get the for, charge the phone, rest up for like thirty minutes or something before I start moving. And so I call an Uber next to the arena. I just stand to the side, and then as I'm waiting for the Uber, Wolfgang passes by with like oh, and no one bats an eye at him. He's like on the other side of the arena. And oh, so I'm like, that sucks. So I'm like, I'm I don't know if it sucks because he seems to enjoy the privacy. That not that part. It just sucks that most manias are usually built around like the hardcore fans going, and you know you would be at like a WrestleCon Super Show, and you know they they mark out for you know Fire Ant and all these other guys, but then you see somebody from like the best show walk on by, and nobody bats night. It's it's just well, sad that how under the radar some things are. Yeah, to be fair, he was walking pretty away. Yeah, I mean, like, like everyone is walking next to the arena. He's on the other side of the street, which was where I was waiting for my Uber. But but let's face it, if it was like even like subculture and everyone else was kind of walking, no I still gonna... kind of feel it'd be the same. I don't think, yeah, feel. yeah. And he was dressed up. so anyway. He walks by, so I call out to him, Wolfgang. He says hi, and I do the wolf sign, which he doesn't do anymore, I guess. And he just, yeah, you know, he do it for a while. Yeah, I think since he joined the uh, Galaxy, he hasn't done it because he hasn't been in too many singles matches. No, no, like ever since joining Grizzled, it's been uh, it's Gallus, goddammit. <laughs> it's taken almost two years to get that joke on the air. <laughs> oh, god, yeah, we've had that joke all nice for it's gotten to the point that, Gri- that Grizzled Young Veterans have moved to a different brand altogether, so there is no room. Oh, yeah. But anyway, so I get back home, and then they have the shuttle service from the hotel I'm at to there. So, and they say, like, the last shuttle leaves at around 4 p.m. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I got enough time. WrestleMania is not supposed to start until 5, 5 p.m. Now, that's when we thought there was an actual pre-show that we're going to get to see wrestlers in. And so. Oh, dear. Um, But... Anyway, rest up, change clothes, charge the phone for a while. Get back on the road, get on the shuttle. Go to WrestleMania. I like to mess with uh, some fans sometimes, like, you know, 
like I'm riding in the bus, like uh, everyone else is riding, and I'm like, oh, so where are you guys heading? It gets, uh, you know. I guess you had to be camaraderie going. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, I know I how guess. it goes. I, I'd have that conversation like in Orlando and stuff, walking around, just crossing a street with somebody, and you're having like a quick, like two minute conversation. Then you part ways, and you know, you tell each other where you've been at. Yeah, it's pretty nice. It, it, it's pretty good. It's it's like it's weird because a lot of wrestling fans, like you know, from the exterior, they look like they're antisocial, but and mm-hmm. maybe they are in truth, but. This is the magic of WrestleMania week. Once you're there and you're wearing a wrestling shirt, you might as well be putting up a flag, and that's yeah, basically yeah. And that's like you know, everyone is talking to everyone. Everyone's so nice. Everyone's like happy because we're all doing this experience like not necessarily in close uh, proximity, but we're doing it together. Everyone is yes. in this. I feel like that's like any big wrestling event where everybody come together. You feel like yeah. camaraderie and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I believe so too. Yeah, I, I was gonna say probably the AEW Super Show pay per views have the same vibe. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I haven't I haven't done any of them, so I'm just speaking on my experience, which is basically just wrestling. No, that's good. Yeah. I mean, you don't feel that vibe, for example, at the other like I was at the Monday at the Friday Night SmackDown that was before the WrestleMania week. Yeah, most WWE shows are, they're so common that there's really not that. Plus, it's not a diehard thing. It's a lot of families and casuals at it. Yeah. But if you go to, like, pay-per-views and, like, indie shows and other promotions, you get that camaraderie. Yeah, exactly. It's just, uh, yeah, WWE, uh, like, hell, I was even at the AEW show a, a week after, and I did not, like, while everyone was wearing AEW shirts... No one had that feeling. I didn't feel like, you know, I was doing this with the other fans. I was like, you know, yes, a couple yeah. of people I met with or something, but I was like, I was alone in a sea of Bostonians, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, more on that later when we get to. But I think it's because of WrestleMania, everyone is traveling from everywhere else. So, like, everyone and yeah. a lot of people don't have wrestling fans in their close in their certain their everyday circles mm-hmm. so you're like the, uh, one of them right here me uh, i don't there's no one else i can talk to about like i can talk to people here about wrestling but they don't know shit about it so they're like, oh yeah take your word sure. for it <laughs> um and then some of them like you know and then the other and then there's the other type that just come uh, come and complain to me about you know whatever wwe is doing like dude mm-hmm. i'm just because I'm a super fan does not mean I have say over what. what? We we talking about wrestling. That's what we talking about wrestling. So. It's yeah, no, you can complain loudly about it, but just you know, it's, yeah. don't come at me like, why? Why is the WWE doing this? I know, I, they I know. they didn't they didn't run it by me. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure. Don't look at me. I don't know what, why they're doing this. Screw those WWE guys. I, I, yeah, yeah, I had that at Starcade. I had them I'm like, man. Oh man, because he was a fan and he loved the legends. He was a a Walter, and he's getting all the the legend. The people that was in the eighties and the seventies. Oh man, they don't make them like they used to. They used to be this and that. And I'm like, man, I'm I'm in line to see Joey Ryan. So um, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I mean, thus proving that they thus like thus proving that they actually do not make them like they used to. <laughs> exactly. So it's just like you talking to the wrong person. But I respect that you do that. <laughs> 
Yeah, but uh, anyways, so I get to the uh, so I get to the, the we get to the stadium. I meet up with Jared and Brandon and Brian, Brian uh, and Brian, Brian, What's Brian Black, Brandy, like Brandon. <laughs> no, now Brandon Fraser, not the not 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 our Brandon, not Dime Knight. No. Okay. So, um, we hang out outside for a while. Not sure if we actually met yeah, uh, Tony outside or not. No, no, we didn't. And then uh, I met the guy uh, with the. You guys know that famous uh, frame sign connecting people through wrestling? <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. It's a lot of them. I saw reggae and then wrestling, but I know it's, the sign. It's actually, it's actually the, the, it's actually the same sign, but it's double sided. Okay. okay. So one so side is connecting people that. through wrestling, and then the other side is connecting people through reggae. I think he uh, because he's a wrestler, a massive wrestling fan, and a massive reggae fan. So he, okay. He All right. So it is the same song. guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is pretty cool here. The guy has a very like. How can I say this? The guy has the vibe that you would expect from a reggae fan. Right on. Very chill. Like yeah, cool man. We're gonna. White. Yes. Did he have dreadlocks? Long hair, not dreadlocks, no. Okay. Alright, I'm surprised. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's built that up, I was, I was thinking of a white guy with dreadlocks. <laughs> uh, you with that. Yeah. It, 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 it was Matthew McConaughey from Beachbone. That's uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, funny enough, I saw Beach Bum on my last wrestlecation. So, yeah. Oh, nice! I never actually got to see. Man, when did you see Beach Bum? Twenty nineteen. Yeah, that building. was after. Oh, okay. Before, before, before I went to New York. Yeah, before. Because my last wrestlecation, the only movie we saw was uh, Shazam with you guys. Yeah. You and Pete. And how should I say? Okay, so. Get in there. Stadium looks amazing. I make it. Uh, I walk in, and here's the thing. The lady asks me, "Do you have a wristband?" So I have a wristband for that allows me to get on the shuttle bus. And I said, "I have a wristband right here." Okay, so you're good. Go to the floor. And I make it all the way to the floor, and they say that's not the wristband we want. You need a pink wristband. I'm like. And at this point, I'm like, I came from a stadium. I know I'm not. I know. Dusk is gonna happen while I'm at ringside, so I got like this big Pepsi and the Super Near Cup thing, and the, I got like a vegan uh, burger sandwich that's wrapped up in my backpack. I have all this stuff that I need to settle in the seat before, but I cannot because they don't want to let me in the seat. They say no, you gotta get the wristband. So I walk, so I leave the ringside area after like taking it, taking me about ten minutes to get there, and I walk all the way back up to the entrances and I like I circle the whole stadium so I like I came in from one side of the stadium and now I'm on the other side of the stadium it's a pain it's a pain but it's like thank god there was no show going on during the from five to seven there was no in ring because that made me a little at least it made me appreciate as well how big that stadium was because I mean, that's it's, something yeah. I didn't see last year and it's it was pretty cool like you know looking at the stadium from the water from the like the last seats how everyone was chill how everyone was like, you know, happy. Everyone's at WrestleMania. Everyone's like, yeah. And again, it's 
not to beat a dead horse, but seeing all of this stuff after COVID is is heartwarming. Right. Yeah. It's it's great. It's still kind of it's weird. It's still kind of weird because you guys opened opened up before the UAE, like you know, did this whole access thing. We still don't have it. We still have to have masks on indoors and stuff. So it's kind of like it's still kind of weird, but it's still it's a very heartwarming thing just to see you know people together, people hugging, people you know talking with unobstructed. There is no. I'm, I don't want to say there wasn't a mask inside because I'm pretty sure there were a lot of people. There were gets, a number of people. Yeah, inside. it gets heartwarming until you see someone coughing. <laughs> Not anymore. Like, uh, yeah, but I don't think it, uh, that even was a deal breaker anymore because we got in smart. <laughs> I coughed a couple of times because I choked on the drink on a drink on my drink some. Well, that's fine, but it just it's it's it just it's just weird. That's all. But I right. get you to be nice. It's mm. all. It's just yeah. Yeah, it is. It's still weird. Because you, you get back to, like, beforehand, like, this is nice, and then you, like, the coffee just made you realize, yeah, it's still going on. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there is something else happening. Yeah. And you yeah, still, so. like, have a weird thing when someone, like, gets in real close to you, or, like, all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, easy there. <laughs> yeah, exactly, see. <laughs> but that had to happen uh, by the, uh, in this show, because, like, you said, like, the first thing my dad said, said when I showed him a few pictures of me at ringside, I was like, He's like, oh, everyone's close together, and there's not a mask inside. I'm like, really, pops? That's what, that's your takeaway from this? I'm ex- that's what I'm going to look at it. Yes, yes. <laughs> going to look at it. That. It's like I'm showing you. I'm showing you a picture of me ringside at WrestleMania, the seat that I've been chasing for eight years, and you're going to talk to me about, it. and you're going to talk to me about not wearing masks. I did not wait eight years to be ringside at WrestleMania to obstruct my face. God damn it. Did you talk to the green shirt guy or any of them people there? Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. I know these guys. I know them. The green shirt guy's his name is Dan. He's in, and the guy next to him, you know, the guy, the the like real slim fit Irish looking dude with the blonde hair. Yeah. So what is is a secret, Master Heater? Is he just win the lottery, or just they, they don't give it up? They don't give up their secrets. Okay. Uh, if you ask them now, Dan, I have not spoken to that much because Dan is now. This is not shade, but I think Dan does not like to talk as much. As... Okay. Not, yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. not, not gonna say he's a prick or anything. He's not. not he's gonna be no, nice to you and yeah. talk to you, but he's not gonna engage in conversation as heavy yeah. as you think you. He's not a sociable guy. I got you. Yeah. Okay. Which a lot no, of this... like yeah the there's a guy from New York called Hal. Now he's a friend of mine. I love that guy. He's a uh, He's WWE I'm home guy. If you guys remember the wrestle last time WrestleMania was in New York or the time after at 29, there was a guy at ringside who has like a sign that says I'm home. Yeah. Yeah, that guy's hell. That guy's pretty good. He doesn't have a lot of wrestling fans in the circle. But I bet the guy actually in Brooklyn the week before WrestleMania, so it was shocked the hell out of him. Shocked the hell out of him. With the green shirt guy, just that how tickets and everything, like, it's just weird. Now, it's, if you ask, that is not hard to get front row, but it's hard to get the exact same seat in the same row. It's kind of weird. It's been. him. It's him and the color and elbow guy, Kerry Morris. That's a yeah. They get the same thing. Now, I've been in conversation with the guy from Color and Elbow, and according to him, he just books real fast. Now, okay. but I'm thinking there might not. Now, this is just a theory. 
just so you know, I'm not fun. But I'm just yeah. thinking, a couple of these guys, they book real fast, and then they ask for those seats. Okay. And it might be, and because there is history, like yeah, this guy's been coming to every show for like 10, 12, 10 15 years. Yeah, I won't grant them his hey. request. I have no problem with that, honestly. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm just more curious. It's, it's, it's yeah. possible because it's just hard, you know. You know the, the the joys of Ticketmaster and stuff like that. It's just hard to be that quick yeah. and be that fast to get that stuff. Like uh, one of my good friends, uh, um, Jalem. Uh, he's the guy. Uh, I don't know. Like every year, there's a there's a there's a sign at ringside that's Vancouver for WrestleMania. Okay. You'll find that on the start. Like. Jalem is from Vancouver, so he's like, uh, well, as Canadian, I, I know that guy. He's always like bouncing around the the ringside, so he's not, he's never at the same place. He's all, he might be on the right edge, might be on the left edge, so forth. But um, yeah, so like him and I, we always like connect during like the time of the those tickets like uh, hitting the market and stuff, and like, did you get yours? What seat did you get? And so. And uh, my friend, uh, the tie-dye shirt guy, Michael. I don't know if you guys know that there's like a big lovable guy in in a tie-dye tie shirt at ringside mm. a couple of years. Mm-mm. Anyways, guess he must have been there. <laughs> he should have been. But it's, uh, yeah, I mean, as far as secrets, I don't know. No, I no. will tell you, I will tell you, the people who get the same seat are like about two or three. There is not. It's not like a big ass community of like people who are oh, like course. have yeah, have yeah. that have that role locked down or anything. Yeah. No, I'm just more as curious thing because it just it just it is it is curious. You get that. Yeah, it yeah. is curious, and I yeah. I flat out asked one of them uh, this time. I said, "How do you do?" It? He says, "You got to be fast." And honestly, this year I was I was faster than the years before. And yeah. WrestleMania well, and for 2020 at WrestleMania 36, I even had a better seat. And I was faster than the uh, the time I was for this year. So yeah, and I know there's ways. There's pre there's pre sales. You know the stuff ahead of time, and everything. Cause that's how I got a ticket to NXT. I heard they do a pre sale two days before a ticket's going on sale, and I was just it ready. is. But these are, but these so guys but these guys but yeah but these guys are all package guys. Okay. Tra- uh, they right. they all buy the travel package. They don't uh, go with the tickets themselves unless they actually sell their own tickets and buy that uh, seat afterwards trade them up and stuff mm. yeah which i know a guy who did that uh guy from mbs actually joe they i don't know if you've ever met daniel witt yeah 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 wrestlemania 33 he actually traded his second row seat plus ten thousand dollars for a first row seat And he wanted me to join in in, in that craziness. I was like, nope, thank you. <laughs> $10,000? Whoa. Yeah. Actually made the, made the front page news on some tabloid back in Germany. So. And WrestleMania so, 33, I was like uh, sitting right, now, uh, right behind Gronkowski. So I kind of like had a quasi first row seat for The Undertaker versus Roman Reigns. Yeah. Which... Which was pretty cool. So, oh, cool. thank goodness I didn't take that deal. I was never gonna take that deal, but anyways. What was the uh, the vibe like at the Mania this year? Yeah, it was a pretty happy, overhyped vibe. It was, 
And here's the thing: I'm not gonna say there was no, uh, there were no internet marks or anything. But if there were, they all checked their mark hood at home. There's markness at home. It seemed like watching it on TV seemed like a lot of people were more enjoying it to be enjoying it than enjoying it to yeah. nitpick. Yeah, exactly. Because you gotta you gotta keep in mind, even though there was a live crowd last year, a lot of these guys who were regular WrestleMania patrons yeah. were not here for for the past three years. Myself included. Uh, the guys from Vancouver were not there. Uh, um, my friend Tracy. No, actually, there were a couple of guys that were there, but. And a lot of people were having those front row, like ringside tickets for the first time as well, because they did not sell as hard as they did the years before. They did not move as quickly, I mean. And next to me actually was like a kid and his grandfather. His grandfather was bringing him to WrestleMania as some sort of a birthday present. He was like, yeah, he's going to turn, I don't know, I can't remember, the kid was 13 or he's going to turn 14 and this and his grandfather who was enjoying the show, but Absolutely had no idea who anyone was except for Steve Austin, I think. <laughs> at least he knew one person. That's that's because I'm about to say he didn't know anyone, but okay, at least he knew Stone Cold. Okay. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna say he didn't know them, but uh, like Steve Austin was the first, was the only guy he actually reacted to because he knew who he was. He was familiar yeah. with him. Yeah, okay. but uh, both him and I had like the the biggest laugh at uh, Kevin Owens saying, "I'm sorry for telling the absolute truth about you." To the Texas crowd. Um. Yeah, I'm looking at these travel packages because I'm like, you know, that might be good. But I'm like, wow, I, they give you the audacity to say WrestleMania day one or day two or some like. Uh, now keep it, like, now, keep, now keep in mind that they changed the, the the company that's doing this now, so the packages moving forward are completely different than what I had when you know, what I just. Did. Oh, I figured. I was just they curious of what they get you. It's just yeah, if you, yeah. If you want to like get a better picture at what the packages will look for next year, look at the Money in the Bank or SummerSlam packages. Yeah, because those those are the new on location, which are pretty crappy, honestly. Yeah, six thousand dollars you get like the front row ticket at WrestleMania meet and greet and nothing else. You don't get the Monday Night Raw. You don't get. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's summer. Was there more of a? Uh, was there more of a buzz like the first night or second night? Did it seem like? The both of them had buzz, but I was like, first night had the buzz of like you know, WrestleMania starting. Night two had that buzz of like, how awesome was last night? Now we're gonna get to do it again. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, that's basically it. And honestly, I spent those two hours on the pre-show just uh, walking around. Remember, you guys, I I, yeah, I sent you this video. video of me walking around the stadium, just checking out people, uh, checking out what everything was looking like. And I kept meeting people I haven't seen in a while. Like, uh, while I was doing the whole thing of me going back up the arena to get my wristband and coming back down, I, I can you believe that, 70,000 people, and I actually run into the, uh, to die while, <laughs> while moving back. He's like, I don't know where you are. I said, I don't know where I'm going. I'm like, I have no idea how I got here. And now I got to go back to the floor. I don't know how to get back to the floor. I kept going downstairs and then coming back upstairs. and <laughs> Meeting people. And until I actually made my uh, my place there. And my seat for WrestleMania was actually better than my seat for SmackDown or Raw. It was a lot closer to the middle. So. Yeah, yeah, cause, yeah. Because apparently they added numbers. So... Like it's the same number of seats, so I was like twenty-one for each show. But then because 
Raw and SmackDown had that until 22. WrestleMania had until like 28 or 30. So you're like, you know, the center is like moved to the uh, moved a little bit more. To it. And yeah, everyone was like happy. I was like, I met, like I was meeting guys, and I was like, yeah, it's one of the best things about WrestleMania week is actually catching up with people. It's yeah. I don't it's know always how, the best. Yeah. And it's it's two things. Like, Joe, like, you're in, like, like, I feel always, like, when I go to WrestleMania, I have two different sets of families there. I have the MVS crew and, like, my close friends, like yourself, sir. And hopefully James next year is going to join that family uh, of, like, you know, WrestleMania goers. Oh. I'm uh, down. I'm going to start saving. I'm just looking at that. The SummerSlam stuff ain't that bad, but man, okay, <laughs> just like like the okay. top tier. The, like I think it's uh, as you go, as you go topper tier and so forth, it gets worse. I think. Uh, but... Yeah, but the most expensive thing is champion, which is twenty eight hundred per person. Oh, so they yeah they sold out the ringside stuff. Yeah, because it's it's an exclusive Friday night event. Round trip transport to the stadium, premium floor level seats, and two night stay. And then, you know, some little extra stuff. But yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping, I'm hoping they, uh, on location, comes to like, you know, they get more like to this kind of travel package because the travel packages I'm, uh, I've been on feel intimate. This one does not feel. So. Because I can do that. Yeah. But anyways, two different sets of families. That's like the MBS crew or like, you know, the guys I know from online. And then the guys I actually met at WrestleMania. Yeah. I'm right there inside. So I always feel like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to balance between these guys and these guys. Like, you know, I would hang out with you, Brandon, Pete, James in the next future outside of the wrestling events and so forth. Like going to uh, independence and so forth. Sure. And then I would meet the other guys at the WWE events. So I was like, yeah, these are all my. But it's nice. It's and honestly, it was special for me this year. Not because I was just getting the first draw, but uh, like uh, you know, not to toot my own heart, to toot, but I have since the last time I was uh, I was at WrestleMania, I have gone a, uh, I have undergone a dramatic physical. I had the word, physical adjustment, physical makeover, physical. What's the word I'm looking for, Joe? Come on, you're good with these. Transformation. Transformation. Yes. Exactly. Perfect. Thank you, sir. Yes. So I've gone this uh, undergone this apparently incredible physical transformation. So everyone's like, a lot of people were happy to see me. That I was like, I looked a lot healthier, and I was like, a lot of people were like, oh man, what happened? Uh, oh god, what, what's your secret? And I was like, you guys, and I don't know, James, you've, I mean, you've had the same procedure. Do you feel sometimes when people ask you how it was the way that, well, I kind of cheated. No, no. I still have the weight loss surgery, and because it was bad, I just be honest with them, and mm-hmm. yeah, like it's still, and I just also it's still a struggle though. It's not like I'm it is fine, you know. It's still, it's daily struggle and stuff like that. Yeah, and sometimes I like I just lie to them. They're like, "Did you lose weight?" No, I didn't. I always look like this. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Did you get better glasses? I mean, That's how- <laughs> Exactly, because they, they, they look and start looking like, you sure? No, I always look like this. 
<laughs> it's nice. You get the idea, like, wow, you look, you look way better than like, oh, so I looked at hideous before. Ah, uh, yes, right. Yeah, see, see, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah, you look good. Okay, so, I, so apparently, yeah. like, looked like a pile of uh, pile of dog shit before, but. Exactly. Not, I, so, yeah. I know that they mean well. Honestly, it's uh, it's not that. Oh it's no, just, yeah, it's, 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 how, it's, a, it's how they say it. That's how you usually get you get, you get a nice remark or smart ass remark. It's just how they say it and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I mean it's a nice remark, and then and not to be and not to be shared. Like I talked to the guy, and I was telling them like I was on the version. That some guy said, "Well, I'm glad you're alive." I was like, "Oh, okay, so it was that apparent." Oh yes, like okay, excuse me. <laughs> so you thought I was gonna die? You didn't say anything back then. <laughs> exactly. See, <laughs> just live in the moment. That's all. Just but live yeah, in the moment. but yeah, honestly, but honestly, this uh, this year I had it by design. Like I was obscuring myself from uh, like from posting any new photos on social media. I was like, this was yeah. my big reveal thing. And you know, it was great. Like you know. Watching everyone and then coming in and then you're like, and Joe, you probably understand this and uh, you understand it, James. Every time you're in that stadium or arena, like WrestleMania is going on, you want to like take it in, but you want to take it in in a different way. I don't know. You're like, yeah, I'm here in my seat. There's still 50 minutes to the show, but I feel like I should do something. I should take a different picture of me with the ring. I should do. Yeah. I should walk around. I should walk around to that other side, see what it looks like over there. You know, you want to try. To take it kind of as... want to look around and get all the angles. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, exactly. You want to take as many different perspectives of this of this place as you could. It can't like guys. If you've never been to a WrestleMania, or like I was like, you, uh, I don't know how to explain this better than I, I than how I am right now. You wanna you want to soak in that experience so good, so bad that you uh, just like seeing it from one angle is not enough. You want to differentiate the angle as much as you can. You want to do other things. You. Now, this is not a knock on you, Massey, because I understand it, because I did it too. But now, when I go to a wrestling event, I don't take pictures anymore now, because like I can never get a good angle, or I'm at a good spot, but I can never get it right. So, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to sit here and enjoy it. I stopped taking pictures. Now, it's up to where I'm at and what I'm taking a picture of. Like, oh, if there's like... Like when I went to the WWE event and they had the women's tag team and I saw the the women tag teams in my corner. Like, oh, this is my first time seeing like Sasha and Bailey up close. I take a picture of that, but I kind of slow down taking pictures of it. I just sit there and enjoy it because I can never seem to get the right angle or I'm too far away and I'm trying to make it look good and like you know what I'm just gonna sit here and just enjoy it. But now if I was in your spot, yes, I would probably take pictures. Uh-huh. But, but I just like you know what, I'm just gonna sit back and just watch. I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll tell like you a se- I'll tell you a secret though. How to take uh, better pictures? Take videos, and just snap while you I do. do. And just yes. take. And I try to do that. Yeah, that's what's what I try to do sometimes. But just sometimes you just you get in that moment like like with Stone Cold. You know he's about to do the stunner. So I get ready right here and ready to record this, or just sit and just watch it uh, here's the thing yeah, i do yeah. i get gre- i get greedy so I, what i do is like i get the phone or whatever the camera's on and i put it below my face so i'm like i'm gonna see this with my naked eye <laughs> and throw yeah, it at see, the same yeah. time see, there you go. I, was yeah. like, I was like that's probably what I need to do yeah besides once you're under that corner and everyone comes up to that corner like i gotta take a picture of this i can't like nah yeah see yeah see like that yeah see like i said if i was in your 
in your seat, in your position, yeah, I'll probably take more when they come in and come out. But then when it's the action going, that's when I probably just sit here. It's and hard to take it. pictures of actual action stuff unless you have like a complete professional camera with you at all times. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, which I can I I have a semi semi I have my Nikon. Can't remember how. When you always it. take. Yeah, yeah, my hot red camera. Yes. Now I say it's hot red camera, uh, guys. It's because it's actually colored hot red, like the Iron Man suit. But <laughs> I was just gonna say it has uh, like the 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 hot red the, the the hot rod red that Tony asks for yeah. when he's designing his suit. <laughs> exactly, that's what I got. I should put some gold on there. Just make it, you know, the iron yeah, cam. Yeah. I it's like, it's am like just a little bit, just a little, just a little trim like underneath the rivers, like a yeah. little line. Yeah, I gotta do that. God bless that camera. It's it's seen a lot. Like you know, uh, it's uh, that. Uh, what am I gonna say? That leather grip on it. It's not mm -hmm. the leather. It's like the full leather grip. That thing has come right off. It's... You should call it uh, actually Iron Man, like. E-Y-E, since you use your eye to take the picture. Oh, that is that is good. I'm going to use that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm going I'm to I'm actually make that a decal and put it on it. Yeah. But, uh, okay, so uh, just uh, so we don't burn uh, through a lot of, like, you know, our tapes that we're recording this song. <laughs> um... There comes a point where you actually don't want WrestleMania to start. Yeah, I yep. Uh, you you understood that you don't want it to start or stop. Just start. Start. Just okay. start. You just want to live in that moment of like, you know what? I'm here. WrestleMania is about to start. You know, you know those memes that they have where like, you're 17, whatever, uh, something is on the TV. Uh, your mom is making fresh bag of goodies. Life is good right now. Yeah, yeah. You get that feeling just before WrestleMania starts. Honestly, you get that feeling sometimes when you're just outside, like, at, like in New Orleans. I got that feeling. I just, yeah. I didn't want to necessarily even go in. I just kind of wanted to stay outside. Yeah, that's me too. I was like that part of like day two when I was walking up and down the like walking the floor of the stadium. I just, I just wanted to do that forever. Yeah. Uh, I know. Look, look at James. Like looking at uh, these sentimental fools over here. I know. No, I'm okay. thinking. No, I'm trying to think. I've had a moment like that. I, I'm trying to see. Hmm. Think about the all in. Did you have that moment? Yes, I did. Yes, I there did. you go. See. Yeah. Like you're yeah, like. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, once it starts, you get cut off to it. Then it's over. It's, it's weird. It's 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 a weird sensation because. Yeah. So after, after Mania, usually every year. There's like a buzz, and you know, usually like people like us, like we meet up again. Um, you know, sometimes like you roam around a bit talking about it. And was there a different buzz between night one post mania and night two post mania? Like, did after night one, did it feel like everyone couldn't really completely discuss what they had seen since they hadn't seen part night two yet? Was a completely different vibe. Uh, no, night one actually. I mean, like you know, the main headline was we got to see, we got to see Steve Austin in the match. Yeah. And then the second headline, maybe arguably as big, 
was Cody came back. Yeah. It's it's both those things were pretty big, so you're like going. But here's the thing: that here's the problem with WrestleMania not being in New Orleans, like, yeah, or in Nola, as they say. They <laughs> uh, might get get JB on the call. He might. You gotta say yeah, yeah. we call it that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, here's the here's the thing: it's uh, now I, I'm gonna refer to this one last time because in New Orleans, the stadium is right in the middle of the city, the dome, mm. the super That's dome. perfect. So you walk out, you walk out of WrestleMania. You're just gonna walk back to your hotel. So you're yeah. get, you get a lot of time to go back. But Dallas, uh, the stadium is in Arlington. Yeah. And chances are, if you're a tourist, you did not drive there. You didn't come there with a the car, so you're gonna have to walk back to your shuttle bus or whatever. We parked when I when we went in 2016. We parked in the neighborhood over from the from the stadium so it was like yes yeah, so it's like the cross and then there was the neighborhood there close to the walmart or was it on the other end? yes yes it was close to a walmart yes yeah yeah so, so there was no buzz in the shuttle or anything like that no there's a buzz in the shuttle no there's a buzz in the shuttle and buzz and everything but here's the thing and not to be elitist but yeah like immediately after wrestlemania the one the main concern is you have this skilled share, you gotta get home. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the problem, like, the for us steel share, you had to go through a specific exit where they're gonna check your ticket and make sure that you actually earned that that steel share and you're not just stealing it off the floor or something. Which, by the way, night two, the guy next to me, he after WrestleMania went, he uh, ended. He he went to get a picture with Mike Rome. Someone came back. Came back. His chair was gone. Oh shit! Mine was still there because I had my backpack on it, and someone was considerate enough not to remove it and take the chair. But yeah. I don't know. Maybe they thought the chair was abandoned, and they just weird. But see, when they had the show here, they was looking at people tickets because I was trying to get one for dime, and they're like, night one, night one, they did not look. Night one, they were just okay. like, you know, you were going. Night two, they did. They got their act together. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're like, one tier. So weird. That's messed up. But yeah. then I also saw people getting up and holding the chair and walking around with it once it was over and they was doing other things. So yeah, they kept it close. <laughs> yeah. No, night one, like, uh, we got to walk to the chair. They said they were going to check your tickets. And there was this guy walking, uh, like, in the middle of this big ass tunnel that's like, I'm going to say it can fit 15 people walking side by side. So, you're walking in, this singular person is in the middle, checking whatever tickets, I was like, and I'm holding this chair, and I have the back, like, I'm like, I'm not going to stick my hand in my, in my my pocket, pull out my phone, unlock it, show him the ticket, so I just walked to the side, didn't check anything, but then we kept walking, and then you go to the this weird, like, you know, rotating tunnel, and I called it the post-apocalyptic tunnel of death. It's like it's scary ass because it's it's like this area that's closed up and you're walking with a lot of people somewhere uh, walking away. It felt like this was the end of the world. The aliens were like looking for us and you're just, you know, trying to get somewhere and you don't know where you're going. And in the middle of and then midway through, they say, if you're going to ship your chair back and you signed up for this, this is where you have to wait. So line up here to the side and you still got to go like around this lineup. And I was like, thankfully, I don't ship my chairs. I just pay the overweight. But I'm like. Even if I was going to shift my chair, I'm not going to stay a minute longer in this tunnel of death. 
Yeah. Wow. Well, that's nice to at least do that, though. I wouldn't even think they would do that. But that's nice that they offer that, though. Yeah. So. Next day, I heard from guys that they their system actually got shut down for a while, and they and they they were gonna take tickets from people like right down and everything. And some people refused. They were like, "Nope, <laughs> sorry, manual system not gonna work. This I've this seen, chair is important." Uh, in uh, that mania group, I saw someone the other day post that when they got their chair shipped to them, that there was a yeah, there was down. a slice in the middle of it. Hello. Mm. Yeah, hopefully they make the they make things right for him. Yeah. And did you see a lot of people ordered the night one chair of uh, Shop Zone, or uh, and they got the night two chair instead? Mm -mm. I could I could see that being a, uh, a mishap though, but yeah. They fix, but uh, but you know, but you know what uh, what happened? Those lucky bastards. Shop told them you can keep the chair. We're oh. gonna send you night uh, the night one chair uh, chair as well. Oh, night, nice. really, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you do, yeah. Now you're making me think I should just just, just bring like three pair of outfits and a big and a big luggage and just start throwing things in the luggage. I did. You know what? You know what I have? I have a suit bag, like yeah. a big ass, yeah. like a big ass suit bag. It's just it's it's weak. It's it's not like you know robust or anything, but it's big enough to hold the chairs in it. Put the both chairs together, bubble wrap them, and they actually and then you can put like programs inside the seats of the chairs or whatever. You know, just fill them up as much. Bubble wrap them, mm -hmm. cover up in that suit by uh, that suit jacket. Tape that suit jacket around them, just to make it stronger, and that's it. Pay the extra baggage. Yeah, it's forty dollars or thirty dollars. The one thing I don't like about the, also like shipping the chair over uh, all around, and I know it's like this sentimental thing that only obsessive wrestling fans will get. Is how do I know that's the chair I sat at WrestleMania? Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly, exactly. It's like other you people don't like it. No, you don't want to pit no, no, like a piece of tape or anything to prove that this is the one I did because you don't want to make it even worse. It's so, they yeah. used to have the numbers on them, uh, like stuck on the like the seat, like the back of the seat on the middle area, but they didn't have that this time. So I was like, I'm like, uh, yeah, thank God I have my own system. I don't need like any of this bullshit. But anyways, so we got back, but a lot of people were, like, talking about, like, you know, like, uh, you know, people are playing back the Steve Austin stuff. And mm -hmm. people are playing back the Cody Rhodes, uh, the Cody Rhodes uh, entrance. I I always love that after Mania, when you when you see people, especially when it was back, like, during the network time, um, you see people, you know, re-watching things right afterwards, like, on their walks and everything. I always loved that. Yeah. But that was on the bus too. There were like people talking, and there were people. There were other people that, that were like you know quiet and shit. There were other people. There were other people who were talking about it, and uh, there there was a lot of like you know replaying. And it's it's close to midnight now, so like everyone is tired, but everyone's powered down a little bit. And me personally, I'm thinking like I broke my fast at the stadium, but I'm kind of hungry, and I got... mm -hmm. I'm still thinking about what am I gonna do for food once I get back. But anyway, and I had no one from my actual circle on the bus that I was back on. I get back at the chair up, get down, and then I meet a lot, a lot of other guys that I actually knew. Now they were shipping their chairs, so they were coming back. Huh? So now they ship their chairs; they're coming back, and we talk. And uh, this young, uh, this young man, Presley. Now, here's a heartwarming story. Uh, Presley, uh, Presley, Tracy, I love you guys. 
uh, I sat next to this uh, to this kid who was I don't know like a great schooler WrestleMania 30 uh, WrestleMania 31 and 2015 2015 yeah yeah 2015 so he was like this young uh, this young boy like couldn't have been more than uh, older than 11 or 12 i think I, I, maybe even less younger and it's seven years later he's a young man now <laughs> and we're friends and we're talking like dude and everything and that's like it's like even if yeah like 2015 is the one where i'm talking so like a lot of people who knew me who said like Mo is having this conversation with the kid next to him throughout the show. <laughs> and we were like, you know, hyped up together because of WrestleMania and The yeah. Undertaker. And, and I finally got to see The Undertaker win a match like, because, you know, my first WrestleMania was the one he lost to Brock Lesnar. But, sure. <laughs> but anyways. Uh, but it was great, like, you know, seeing that, wow, there are, there are actual, like, it wasn't just him. Like, there was another kid that was sitting next to me at WrestleMania 30, and now he's a young man who's wrestling. Oh, cool. Uh, shout out Ori Gold. <laughs> this is wrestling. Uh, and it made me feel... Uh, and I'm, I'm not going to say I felt old, but it's kind of felt like... Wow, I'm actually so... I actually... During these WrestleMania events, I I got to witness... Like, I, I got a brief, a brief like look at kids crossing over to purity and becoming men yeah yeah it's it's mind-blowing i'm just gonna say it, it's 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 weird because you only see these people once a year so it's it's kind of weird that you know i've seen this kid seven times and he was like a kid for the first time he was like a child for the first time and now he's like he's holding down a job at the, yeah. at the seventh time i saw him but anyways uh yeah Wrestle now, day two, WrestleMania, most important day. The day, uh, the the reason I blew you guys off for the for recording this podcast, and uh, this guy here next to me gave me hell about it. Was I was meeting the freaking Undertaker? Oh, yeah. you could have just said that. Common <laughs> well, knowledge that he's on vacation. <laughs> well, no, I'm speaking. He's going to give us a quick recap of. Night one and everything, and give us all this, you know. I wanted to, but it was, yeah, it's the only thing. You know, you can say, it's like, I, I, like, I didn't know your itinerary. You need to email it to me so I know. Okay, he's looking at Undertaker. He's busy. Okay. <laughs> well, it's, 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 it's WrestleMania. It's like you're going to be busy the entire time you're down. Nah, here's the thing. And Shaw... no, 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 no. I get that. But see, that's the thing. For me, I would have came, not saying if I didn't decide I wasn't meeting the Undertaker, I would because I'd give y'all insight of what's going on because, as again, I would need a break. So it's like, I mean, I, if I, even if yeah. I needed a break, I wouldn't have even bothered with texting you guys because I was like, oh, I'm on vacation right now. <laughs> be like, oh, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you, are, you, are you insinuating that this right here, what we're doing now, is work? Exactly. See? I'm no. just talking to y'all. Let know that thing just, Like vacation. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got. 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 I got a. I got a side with my fellow uh, colored guy here. Look at my African American yeah. over there. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just saying. Like, yeah. Okay. Well, I just mean like when when a person's on when a person's out of town, they're not gonna want to be doing you know this because it's like they're focusing in on you know their actual leisure time and. 
doing whatever it is yeah. they're doing. I mean, but it just be a phone call. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna say this was like, uh, you know, it, it is, this is my leisure and I might have been there, but, uh, James, uh, it's like, this is only the third time I met The Undertaker, which is a lot than, a lot more than most can say, so I'm not, I'm Yeah, not, you don't I'm have to sorry. explain. When you showed the picture, I understood. That's yeah. all you had to say like that. Mohammed, yeah. if you were... If you were just standing outside the hotel room, I would have been like, I understand. He's 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 on vacation and he wants to not matter. And he wants he wants to and he wants to hang out in the lobby. That's it. Yeah. Whatever you want whatever a person wants to do, it's like, hey, they're on vacation. It's like I'll be more like it's ten in the morning now. What what the hell are you doing in the lobby at ten in the morning? That's what I'm saying. You could I think it's one of those things where once you start going to more manias, you kind of realize that there is no downtime to do stuff like this. Here's the problem, yeah. It's honestly, it's one of the more frustrating... I don't know if it's frustrating, but you don't get the chance to get that normal vacation time during the WrestleMania week until, yeah. until the day of WrestleMania itself. You can get that yeah. on Monday well, morning. But... Well, this wouldn't matter, but I go any wrestling event, yes, I will probably call or chime in or even send a video to like, hey, that was amazing, did it? Because it won't be late at night. Well, dude, I did that. I did that. I did that. Check yeah. out, check our yeah. YouTube show. Know, check I our did, YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, see, I know. But that's what I did. I'll tell you, like, man, that was amazing. This is great. I saw a dude get beat up right now. Like, I'm getting the hell out of here. Just something like that. It's just like that. Because I'll probably wake up and like, all right, let me do this over again. That's if I'm by myself. That's the different thing, though. That's the thing. It's oh, yeah. a, and, but that's the thing again because I was like, I wake up in the morning. I gotta, I gotta shave. You know, uh, I look good for the, uh, look good for the dead man because he's, he's probably gonna look at my face for two seconds. Uh, what I don't, I, I'm not gonna kid myself. It's, it's, I'm not gonna say like, oh, the Undertaker's gonna meet me. It's gonna, I'm gonna leave an impression on him. Uh, like, sure. He's the no, Undertaker. No, no, he's the Undertaker. He's he's making Broadway Mo, you know, international man of mystery. We well, no one that. told him that. He doesn't have a, a name list of a, of a, of a... <laughs> You should love him a car, Broadway Mo. And I'm gonna say mystery. this. I, I'm gonna say this. I have heat with the fighter man guys who are handling the WWE's autographs and photo and photo ops during this thing because they rushed everyone through, and it's kind of like you gotta like get two words in with the Undertaker without people pushing you out of the way. It's a... yeah. And, but anyways, so I was like, I get, like, I get in early in the morning, gonna meet The Undertaker. Everyone is, like, standing in the line, and the line hasn't started yet, so I just, you know, crouch and sit down, and I'm the only person who's not a child comfortable enough doing that, because I'm, <laughs> apparently, I'm the only person who has experience, like, lining up in Nexus or the Superstore, and I was like, yeah, this is gonna take a while, guys, you might as well get a Like, I'm a legend, I'm a legend, so yeah. shut up. I'm a veteran, not a legend. I'm just like, you know, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Did they give you a VIP badge? A special badge to be in line? Well, no. You, uh, you got to do the Wayne World thing, you know, like, you know. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> they, they did give us these, they did give us these sweet Undertaker tickets that had his likeness, that had his 1998, uh, like, you know, picture on it. Mm-hmm. You know that picture of him like posing with uh, with just the ring gear and doing this, like uh, uh-huh. looking all sinister and shit. And I wanted to keep that. I was like, he can just mark it or do anything, but nope, he can get that way. Uh, yeah, you have uh, to 
getting people faces like, oh yeah, we I'm going to see the Undertaker. I'm seeing the Undertaker. I'm in line to see the Undertaker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and pretty much like and, and because it's the in the early morning, I think I was like even though I was like you know I'm kind of schooling myself, but I was the chattiest person there, so I was like talk to people like a lot of people were coming in in cosplay, and I was like, oh, did you make that yourself? Yes. <laughs> okay. And the reason I don't cosplay when I go to meet the Undertaker is because I know he's not going to be in that uh, in that outfit, so I'm going to look ridiculous, like. Yeah. I mean, that's my take. Thank you. If anyone, if anyone's going to cosplay going to meet the Undertaker, more power to you. It's just my own thinking about it is like, doesn't make sense if he's not going to be wearing the same outfit as well. Exactly. He like, yeah. He like, hey, nice outfit. Like, thanks. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It's like the first time I like it. the closest thing I did was when I met Sting. I was wearing his Stinger shirt from WWE, and he was wearing it too under the coat. And he was like, "Oh, nice shirt," and we oh, both cool. like him. But that's as as close as I'm gonna get to cosplay a Sting like while meeting him. I'm not, I'm not gonna put face paint on. Well, you're, you know, you you were wearing the face paint. It just uh, you know milked off during the match. Yeah, that was the cosplay. Yeah, and, um, meant to say awesome to see Bret Hart. I will probably. I'll probably know what to say to Bret Hart. I'll probably just be starstruck. So, like, this is Bret Hart. And you're like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> it's just. Honestly, yeah. you don't have to say anything. You just say, yeah, yeah Bret, yeah. you're a legend or something like that. But yeah. it's nice. Well, I, but I, I sometimes. Know, but it's just more like I, I try not to say anything because I, 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 it's it foot and mouth. But it's just mostly. I don't want to be rude. Because I, I kind of. That's what I always kind of do, yeah. Speaking of which, say, Bret, Bret Hart? Probably one of the classiest guys you're gonna meet is a me and a meet and greet at wrestling show. That's why yeah, I heard yeah. it. Yeah, it just he will shake your hand and he will shake it, he'll, he'll shake your hand and he'll shake it firmly, but not break your hand. Exactly, yeah. like, it's gonna be like it's gonna be like an actual. It's not like you know he's gonna blow you off like that. No, it's just that when I'm in meeting wrestlers, I always embarrass myself on that first one, but after that I'm okay because it's just that. First meeting that person, I got to get it all out. And stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's all the anxiety yeah. gets dropped on the first guy you're gonna meet. That's the... yeah, exactly. So it'd be something weird. And they so. make you like, but then they make you feel, feel better, and uh, you just go on. Strangely enough, I don't think I had that this year. Did I? No, I, I might have. Broadway con- I might have no, controlled it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, here's yeah. the th- here's the thing. You lose two hundred pounds in weight, you gain a little bit more confidence. Here's the, I mean, well, yeah, that's, that's, that's 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 what happens. Yes, yes, top of the world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I ran up the rocky steps for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We saw okay. it. Yeah. Any of these guys can say that? Well, they probably could, but but. Oh anyway. uh, well, we can't say that because I, I haven't been I, there. So. I have. So there you go. Joe can say it. <laughs> have you run up the steps? I have. Oh, yeah, nice. See, see? Well, of course you know Joe. But I, no, of course. Joe. I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. Have you seen this guy? He's a movie geek. I mean, coming from know, a fellow movie geek, that's and a compliment. He probably, and he Joe, probably did a, he probably did a DX chop at the end of the talk too. <laughs> oh yeah, <DX> <laughs> No, you just tell everybody you suck it. You know, you know just, up there just you know, you, you know, it's your take to. Uh, <laughs> speaking of which, uh, like, uh, like, uh, just uh, you know, sidebar here, Joe. What, what is that on your hand? The black uh, yeah. thing on your arm. Yeah. Oh, that's my that's my uh, jogging wallet. 
He jogs now. He goes jogging. Did you know he goes jogging, James? Well, I know he goes walking. I didn't know that was jogging, but you know, it makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, must be how he maintains his boy, his uh, boyish figure. Uh, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I jog about pretty much daily. Oh, nice. How long do you jog? Yeah. Uh, is, is it by depends. distance or is it by distance or by timing or just whatever? Both. Like sometimes I'll do like few blocks and walk few blocks then. Jog nope. a few blocks, but it just really depends on where I'm at. If it's a trail, if it's sidewalk, park, it just really depends. Bridge. Nice. Good. And that was uh, we know something about Joe O'Connor moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you <laughs> go. See it getting getting to know your Joe. That's what we're gonna go. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, like the 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 raw like. It didn't really have like as much of a uh, much of a cynical crowd this year. Was not that, at all. The, like the crowd beforehand, very cynical, or was it just kind of just more people just kind of relaxed, or it, it felt different on TV? Not at all. Uh, before we get to your let's just let me get to the like uh, just wrap you on night two real real quick. Uh, so, anyways, I get to meet the Undertaker, and I like I have two tickets to meet the Undertaker. So I, I was like, I was gonna take one photo, regular. Second photo, I was gonna try to convince. I knew it was a long shot, but I was like, you know what? Don't ask, don't get. So I was gonna ask him to do the uh, eye roll thing, and we were gonna do it together. And the moment I just mentioned eye roll, that was shut down from like three different people. Before you like, said something, okay. <laughs> yeah, like uh, no, no, the eye, uh, the guy came up, no eye roll. Uh, that's my rule, sorry. And uh, now that I think about it, he probably did not want to do it, and he just told them, you know what? If anyone asks, yeah. uh, you know, get the heat yeah. off him. Yeah, and then they said imagine, that, and they start, yeah. Can you have to imagine it? If I start doing, if I if I yeah. do, if I do it, the next guy sees him doing it with me. He's gonna be eye rolling his eyes, like you know, fifteen. Mm-hmm. For like uh, for like two hundred people that are following, and they did not cap off how many people are going to come in for this. So no. people were still buying tickets to see it to get a photo with the Undertaker as I was uh, I was I was in there. Mm-hmm. And anyway, but I uh, so they push me away, and I'm kind of dejected because I'm being uh, like a little treated. And then he just you know pats me on the back as I'm going away, and I'm like oh, I got a pat on the back from the Undertaker. Not not a complete loss. But then I have the second ticket. I don't know what to do with. And I thought I said this last week, but I go back. Uh, I went back, printed the photo, got him to sign it. There we go. Got myself a, got myself not not a bad uh, holo uh, overall. But uh, and then Sean and then Shawn Michaels had a line as well for people who wanted to meet him. So that was pretty cool. Then we go to night two. Uh, night two of WrestleMania. Now we're most settled in. We go in. I think James is frozen. Is James frozen? I had no, no idea. No. Yeah. Oh, He's been blue dots all uh, like the past two hours. Oh yeah, I don't I see my video. <laughs> so I've, I haven't seen you since uh, since we started recording. <laughs> wow. I see really? all y'all and I see my video. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see. I can see you on video though. Where's okay. You? you know. You know. You know. You know. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> 
Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, don't Mess take it personally. Those. It's just because Joe yeah. is progressive and he doesn't see color, literally. Exactly. <laughs> but anyway, see, guys, messing up our messing up our rhythm because he it's too many colored people on here. See, when it's just one of us, he can see us, but now it's yeah, two. Now right. Two guys, I'm yeah. not gonna see like you know. Yeah, yeah um, I'm not gonna. Wait a second. Let me try something. Now I see James because I blocked off Muhammad. I get it now. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! So you can't, so, so you can't see me flipping you off right now. Yeah? Uh, no. <laughs> now, now, now I can't. But you have, a, you have a helmet or something on your hand. Okay, so, uh, uh, so I, uh, I saw one guy. So one guy got this, and everyone else started getting it afterwards, like me. Uh, this was a pop, a popcorn box, but it's shaped uh -huh. like the AT&T Stadium. Oh, that's cool. It's pretty cool. Cowboys here. Everything. I'm using it for my meds. But anyway, uh, I'm, I, I wore this same shirt that I'm wearing right now for Run Night 2 of WrestleMania. It's, uh, this is now my new go-to shirt. Not go-to the anime character from Dragon Ball Z. Just, you know, it's my go-to shirt as in the shirt I go to to wear for WrestleMania. Go-to. Anyway, so Night 2 rolls in. Everyone is excited. Uh, everyone is... I think a lot of the vibe is like we're satiated by this time. Like, night one was so incredible that... Like, what night, can they have for us tonight? Even if, night two, even if night two sucks, we still got a good show out of the... Yeah. It's, 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 it's kind of both. It's this and this. And the magic of, like, you know, that moment that you don't want WrestleMania to start, it's even more powerful because you've already seen a WrestleMania and you're about to see another WrestleMania. So it's... It's mind-boggling. <laughs> that's uh, that is like that is the perfect moment right there is because is that you already have a WrestleMania under your belt you have a WrestleMania right coming back up this is the this is the uh, the moment that you want to freeze in a bottle and just you know keep it and just drink off that uh, feeling for the rest of your life that's <laughs> anyway uh, I've sounded like a weirdo enough today so let's don't, yeah go ahead Jim this question so you saw both nights I'm mm -hmm. looking around. Most people broke it down like both nights was good. Some people think night one was better than night two, and they broke it down as night one it was more. If you use the term sports entertainment, where night one was more pro wrestling, while night two was more the entertainment thing. Because the highlight of night two was Sammy and uh, Johnny Knoxville, uh, Pat McAfee, Austin Theory, Stone Cold, and Vince, and so on like that. Yeah, and not the main event was you know. Rock versus Roman was good, but we, we kind of knew it was going to happen there. But the highlight for night two was more the entertainment side of the pay-per-view. I would say, I would say, yeah. Uh, I never thought about it this way, but I think, yeah, you're right, because night two, the most uh, memorable thing was that, and even like even the tag team championship with RK Bro and the uh, Gable Stevenson was more sports entertainment than cross yeah. wrestling. Yeah. Uh, what else was? Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory was a good pro wrestling match, but it was more on the entertainment side. Mm -hmm. What else was there on night two? Um, oh, the the knockout, uh, knockdown, dragout, slobber knocker between uh, Sheamus and company and the New Day <laughs> that ate up yeah. like half the show. That was that was more sports. And uh, the women's tag team match. I think the that was that the only tag team match was yeah, there was only two title matches that was going on. Yeah. On night two, yeah. 
Yeah, well, I'll, I'll I won't give my review on the women's tag team match until Pete is on the show because. Oh, I know, but that's what, I was trying to think about all the matches that was going through. Yeah, because that, that that is the thing. Because you think about it, if you think about night two, the first thing going to come out of your thing would be Stone Cold Sin. and Vince. Stone Cold Austin and Vince was the biggest thing. Yeah. yeah, and Nashville, and yeah. And here's the biggest I thing: it's, say, yeah. and I I go back to look at it. Now, when I started going to WrestleManias. A number of things I never thought was uh, I was going to see. I was never going to see the Undertaker get beat at WrestleMania, so I, that that got knocked out right from the very start. Uh, Sting in the WrestleMania, but there are there are two things, and one to a larger extent than the to the other that I never had on my bucket list of like you know what, this is something I'm going to cross off now that I'm watching wrestling live. First thing, Edge in a match. This was my first oh. time ever seeing Edge in a match. Cool. That yeah. was that was night two also. That See? was night two, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was night two. That was night two, and it's I think the finish actually did not help the match become more recognizable, become more memorable or anything. But it still was pretty awesome to see Edge's Edge's entrance was pretty um, uh, it was pretty great. Yeah, and those wings that kept like that were on that scary ass screen for like the whole thing was awesome. And the other thing was I was never going to see Austin in the match. So, uh, going back to night one, actually realizing that they, these guys are going to... Like Austin saying, give me a goddamn ref. I'm going to see Austin in a match. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> it's mind-boggling. And as big as a surprise that was, the bigger surprise, I think, was Vince McMahon having a match. Yeah, yeah. It's like... And, and again, winning. And winning it. Which... <laughs> yeah. Because... Yeah, and... And the match was what it was because, uh, like, once the ring started, I was like, I, I, I talked to the next day. I was like, can he actually take a bump? And Pat McAfee having a match. You got and to see Pat that Mc... too. Yeah, but that was never on my radar from the beginning. I was like, yeah. come on, pal. Vince can yeah. take a bump. <laughs> I mean, he Not can a take bump, but he can take He can take a stoner. But I was like, and then Steve Austin comes out and. Here's the thing. Anyone who grew up through the Attitude Era knows how big a deal seeing Steve Austin and Vince McMahon in the ring at the same time. Yeah, we knew it had to happen because like it's going long and like, all right, what Stone Cold come in? And I thought it was funny how Vince messed it up when they played Austin Theory's song. And he, and he shook like, uh, okay. Well, <laughs> uh, what they said, what they said was, act shocked when they play Austin's music. They didn't specify which Austin. So, exactly. That's right. It's why he's theory now, so we don't have to get no confusion about that no more now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. But I was like, like people were getting on Vince for not uh, for not doing a good job of the stunner. Like, be glad he did it at all. Seventy six. Yes. He's seventy six. Be glad that he's there and he showed up. This stuff like that. I'm just more like, okay, yay. Yeah, no, exactly. Just be happy that Vince knew that. Night two people, because I know certain people might not get both nights. They had to choose. They got stone cold no matter what. Yeah. So I look at it like that. Yeah, I was like, yeah, "Yeah, it's a good thing. It's like because I knew a lot of people who were like, you know, flying into Dallas on Saturday. We're going to watch night one at the hotel on the Peacock or whatever and then come in for night two. So it's 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 cool that they got to see Steve Austin come out because there is nothing like. Again, self-professed Undertaker is the greatest of all time. No one is going to get as big an initial pop as that glass breaking. 
No, no. In mm. his hometown? So, yeah. Yeah. So, home state. Home state. The place where he had his first match and now his last match. Yeah. Mm. So, so, that was the big thing. It was, and, uh, yeah, wow. It's, uh, then I, I still think about it. Like, I saw Austin give the stunner to Vince McMahon. It's, it's unbelievable. It's, uh, and you did my own heart. I was front row for Steve Austin and Vince McMahon having one last confrontation because I don't yeah. think they're going to have one again. Probably not. And I'm pretty sure after that stunner, Vince McMahon's not going to take any more stunners. Yeah. <laughs> we hope. <laughs> we hope. And so, then I was there for, and Austin Theory, like, you know, how, what was the hang time on that air he got from that stunner? That was awesome. Yeah. It's like, you saw three different stunners with three different cells on that one, and, and yeah. that short area, that's like... And you saw the punter guy get stunned, too, see? Yeah, see yeah, punter guy, see? he got... Five, five, yeah, yeah. yeah, listen to this, Steve Austin punted punter guy in the stomach and then gave him a stun. I know. <laughs> It would have been better if he got the mic and said, that was stupendous. And then he just left. <laughs> but then again, we got him to, we got to see him drink the beer while he was, uh, while he was knocked yeah. out, which was pretty cool. Again, here's the thing. Night two, bonkers. People did not care. Like, logic had no place in the, on this show whatsoever. Like I said, it's WrestleMania. That's, yeah. That was the perfect it's, place for it. That was the perfect, mm -hmm. like, people did not, like, you know what? We just saw a giant hand slap a guy while he was <laughs> running. So you're like anything that happens afterwards. You, there's you don't like. Have, uh, yeah. we saw, uh, Sammy got pinned by a mousetrap that took like three hours to set up. So. Yeah. And, and 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 we man had his uh, Hulk Hogan onto the giant. It home. was yeah. really. I, I was. I found <laughs> it weird that everyone like I jumped to it and I thought no one's gonna make that connection. But everyone, but apparently it was all over the internet. Everyone was making yeah, that connection. Yes. 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 See. So. And I don't know if that was by design, but the angle that he held Sammy at was like eerily similar to it. it was like it might have been a Sammy Zayn thing. It might have been. It probably was, honestly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so. But Sammy made Sammy made his. But I cheer! I cheered so loud when he kicked Party Boy. I didn't know this guy's name was Party Boy until afterwards when he kicked Party Boy oh, really? in the face. Yeah. Don't worry, I didn't. Know Again, Joe, it. I don't know who any of these guys are except for Jean Nock. Same. Yeah, I knew same. who Weeman. I knew who Weeman was because Brock Lesnar put him through a, a, a restaurant table like a yeah. couple of months earlier. That's it. But I, I know that either. Because funny enough, um, when I saw Party Man, I had uh, moments of that one guy Party back boy. in the day who, like Party Boy. <laughs> I had moments of that one creative guy who came out and started stripping and dancing. Big Dick Johnson. Yeah, like, Big Dick Johnson. Yeah. yeah. See, yeah. I like. Did he lose weight? <laughs> Just, uh, and did he get a like a bell, like a less revealing thong? Yeah, exactly. Like okay. <laughs> yeah, and this Probably. guy was gyrating over over Sami Zayn like right in front of me. I was uncomfortable with that. I'm probably gonna be splitting about twenty minutes or so. Uh, okay. Okay. That. So uh, yeah. So anyway, night two, stupendous. Just gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then night two ended, and I had to like get back to the hotel, and then uh, stow the chair and go right. To the superstar for the Cody Rhodes access, uh, access panel. Well, uh, is that your is that your ride, Joe? They're early. 
I was, I oh, was just gonna, I was just gonna ask who who Scott Steiner is coming to be. <laughs> Paula, if you hear me. <laughs> yeah, it's so nice that he mellowed, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, you yeah. get old, and you know, legends contract deals. You know, you, you kind of behave yourself. Yeah, <laughs> you got to think about what's left of you. Yeah. And you know you got you got you got family in there now, so you don't want no repercussions for that now. So yeah, you know how you know vindictive they can be. So yeah. you know yeah yeah you don't want no repercussions, especially if you don't know how to play percussions and you can't join a band after after this all goes to waste. Uh, they're not all gonna be winners, folks. But <laughs> that's what we got. Uh, thank you. Hello. Anyways. Uh. Cody Rhodes, the panel, Cody Rhodes was so eloquent. And again, it's weird. Everything that made you cringe at this guy in uh, on AEW is working here. Agreed, yeah. I don't know how. I don't understand what changed. It's just the setting around it, I guess. But yeah, he was a square. I guess he was a square pig and uh, trying to fit into a round hole. Now he's got the square hole that he's going to end. It's... <laughs> It's it's I don't know uh, James. Do you agree with this uh, with the sentiment that it is working for him now or? Yeah, it it it, it, it he's the top star on Raw. It's just it's weird. It's just it's just a weird mm-hmm. thing because it's like I still remember when we didn't want him on our TV and was booing him, and now he's cheered and he's on Monday Night Raw. You see a lot more of him. You get a lot more things. It's just like what happened. Yeah, yeah. Now the <laughs> one time nothing... I. Sh- Different. Yeah, the one time I actually cringed was when he picked up Seth Rollins for that second uh, crossroad. You go ahead. Yeah. But it. I'm just saying, but but Brandy's looking looking over the fence. We, I'm still waiting till the full effect comes in. <laughs> yeah. And now here's the so. thing. Now here's the thing that maybe that's why it's working for him, and it's it might work for Brandy. Yeah. Hands yeah. hands uh, hands on producing. I, yeah, I I think she yeah. might actually work there. Yeah, but yeah. and hands on and might not be not be used as much. Yeah, yeah. Nah, she, can, she can. I mean, I mean, I mean, be, I... Uh, not not saying they're not the same thing, but uh, yeah, Maurice. It could be like Maurice, like every once in a while, come in, yeah, and stuff like yeah, that. baby so face. Yeah, she could be baby face Maurice. That's yeah, baby Reese. We'll work yeah. on it. Anyway, yeah, but. But I will say this: uh, a job at the WWE as a producer now would be uh, pretty good, especially if it's a hands-on producer for Brandy. And that's my MBS joke of the week. Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's. We'll see. But it's worth. It's, it's just. It's just weird. It's but just see how it goes, though. It's just. Yeah. Him. But... Him beating Roman. I don't know about that, but we'll see how they play this out. But he is the top guy on Raw. I'm just just going with the flow and see how it goes. It just and he is eloquent. Enough, so. It's weird because here's the thing: on AEW, he was the sports entertainment guy in the pro wrestling company. In mm. WWE now, they're pushing him as the pro wrestling guy in the sports entertainment company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now, and honestly, him coming back made you appreciate the journey that he's been on. That he is now he walks between uh, he he walks in both worlds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, 
it's it's uh, again again it's a badass it's a badass move to actually have your entrance theme that you came up with with the song that uh, actually belongs to you yeah. your gear your kind of your graphic your own gra- mm-hmm. your own logo which they could not get around because it's tattooed on his neck but yeah. that's another story mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. but uh, and basically have have the whole have your whole presentation centered around you at your WrestleMania re-debut. It's I don't mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone else has had that. No, no. But I I learned to time. Let's it's good now. Let's see what happens within the year. <laughs> yeah. Hey listen I had that mindset. Yeah, I know yeah. I, yeah I understand that too. I'm thinking, I know, I don't try to hide out of my No, 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 I understand. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. cautiously, yeah, it's cautiously optimistic. That's what we are yeah, right now. Yeah. But it's, yeah. again, if they keep him on point during his promos, instead of like, you know, going around and saying like, you know what, in Atlanta, they passed the civil rights movements and, and I, and, uh, and I in spirit was there with Martin Luther King when he, uh, <laughs> when he was marching with everyone else. And, uh, you know, that kind of stuff, if he, if he keeps think- it to the, if he keeps it to I the point of my dad never won this title, I should win this. Yeah. That I'm thinking that's not gonna change. That that's gonna be that way. That's not gonna be none of that because they 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 could produce him enough to be that way. Yeah. My whole thing is how long are they gonna make him the focus? And that's basically what it is. So that's it. I think he's gonna do well. He's gonna do well there. But how long they can keep him doing the focus? That's and like, uh, and, yeah. and here's the thing: Would you have him beat Roman Reigns? I would not. No, no, not right um, now. I, I'll 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 text you. I'll text you later what James and I came up with a few weeks ago um, about it. Uh, so with ten minutes left, you want to talk about Raw at all? Okay, let's bit? talk about like yeah, let's talk about Raw. I'm just gonna say I got a like I got a good picture. Where I got a selfie with the uh, Cody Rhodes at that panel, and then I got the one the, the next draw. I got two selfies. I know, yeah, come on, you're your mark for him. We know. <laughs> Don't mean... post there. That's gonna be my evidence. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm not above. Uh, I'm not above admitting that I changed my mind on something. I mean, I... Oh, I know, yeah. I know. I just have to keep like, that hey, mask. Hey, I'm gonna full disclosure here. When the Miz first came out, uh, first showed up on screen, I freaking hated him. Hey. Look at me now. Hell, the first oh, match no. I saw between Bret Hart and the Undertaker, I was cheering Bret Hart. Oh, of course, it's Bret Hart. Yeah. And I always love the Miz because it's like, look at him, he's a D-bag. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect heel back in the day. No, no, I just like, hey, I will take a picture with the Rock and Roll Express for God's sake if it was the opportunity came up there. So, I do have a picture with the Rock and Roll Express. Of course, exactly, exactly. <laughs> hell, I have a, hell, I took a picture with uh, Joseph's, uh, uh, Samael. Joseph Samael, yes. Because I, like him, might, because I like him, and you know, because I get to stick it into in, in Walter's face. <laughs> Just to, don't do yeah. that. They might label you a terrorist, but continue with Raw. <laughs> might. Uh, sorry. It is. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, I also, also, one of my highlights from WrestleCon, I got, I got Sonny Onu to take a selfie for us. Yeah. See, there you go. Now be hanging around he's not he's not as good as uh, he's not as good as the, uh, add them as you would expect though. But that's another story yeah. for. But, <laughs> but anyways, uh, Monday night uh, anyway Monday night draw. I 
uh, walk. I meet a few of the guys outside, which uh, would be turned out to be our last meeting of uh, my last meeting of Jared. I'd meet Tony afterwards, but that's another story. Anyway, Monday Night Raw starts. Uh, I saw some comments online that the crowd was not as hot as previous post Mania rows. I don't know how it came off, but I don't. I did not feel that while I was there. Did it come off as we were like more docile than the usual? No, yeah. it's like y'all were excited, but it was like nothing for y'all to be excited for. You know that type of wrestling. I was kind of like thinking about it, like yeah. when you when you count out draw, there was no, there was no post Mania Raw moment. Like no, it was Cody. No. I mean that happened at WrestleMania, and you we top it out with the first thing out. You saw Cody, and yeah, it just it was a decent normal Raw. Let's go yeah. with that. Yeah. But uh, and. But the thing I, I popped for a lot was Ezekiel. <laughs> Same. I, I mean, you, you became kind of a... You got kind of shared around a little bit that night from yeah. your pop of Ezekiel. Yeah. Yeah, oh, well, 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 since I have never been in that position before, but I have no problem being shared around at all. You, you, you're, you're, you're now happy Ezekiel fan. <laughs> yeah. Laughing Ezekiel. Oh, oh that's good. He's okay. I still prefer his over. And uh, and when uh, Joe, you said I almost got to be shocked, Becky fan. I thought I caught into the frame. They cut out right before I, they they cut away right before I was like you know holding my heads down on the parakeet like this after Becky lost. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, well. But uh, anyways, that thing. And then of course during Monday Night Raw, I got my moment. It was yeah. not on TV, but it was still a big moment. Like, you know, during the show, they had this whole, like, DX cam, and they had another uh, show your sign cam and everything, and then they had the Rest in Peace cam, which is the first time I ever saw that one before. I think it must have been added in the last year or so. Where they're like, you get to play, you know, show us your best impression of The Undertaker, and then they show people up, and... I'm not gonna say it was bad, but I'm gonna say the best I could explain these uh, these uh, like ways of like you know imitating the Undertaker by everyone else was mediocre. <laughs> well, they're not a super fan like you, now. I mean, yeah, I mean, there is no super fan like me. And apparently, what I what I understood afterwards is a lot of people who know me who were scattered around the arena were waiting for me to get to come up on that screen. <laughs> So anyway, I'm like looking at this, and I'm like the guy next, and uh, Riddle is in the ring with with uh, Randy Orton. There were, and I'm not, sh- I can't remember if Finn Balor was already in the ring or not. But I'm like, okay, this should be me. And I grab the ringside camera guy. I sh- I motion to him. I I roll my eyes, point at my head, and I tell him, come to me. And he's like, and then he like, you know, I don't know if he was just, you know. Like I'm gonna be nice to this guy, or he actually saw my eyes roll back and he thought, okay, this guy's gonna be good. Oh, let's uh, fine. I'm coming to you. And I'm show, and we're showing to this. So I, I have my like, you know, my little my my hot rod red camera, <laughs> my iron cam on the Titan Tron, waiting for myself to come up. And then they show me, and this is exactly how I go, James. And now I have the video, and I'm my chair. I'm gonna share it with you guys, but. This is exactly uh, so. I'm looking at myself, and then I go like this. While the music is playing, and then I'm not sure if there was a pile or not. I was like two in the zone, like a, don't screw this up, like try to, because there is a there is a trick to doing the Undertaker thing. You have to like while rolling your eyes, you have to make sure that you're opening them as much as you can, 
because sometimes mm-hmm. you can roll your eyes and you just squint <laughs> and it does not but anyways i do it i watch the video later matt riddle sees me in the ring and he's like whoa and then he points out that like where is this guy <laughs> and uh, luckily the guy next the guy next to me wants to get a reaction out of Riddle for any reason because, like, uh, this UK guy, Simon, uh, I got to meet this way here for the first time. It's like, Riddle, Riddle, it was him. And the point said, Oh, that was you. And then gives me the thumbs up. And I was like, Yeah, well, I got, I got to get a wrestler to, you know, get impressed with my vision of the young. And I get hammered with. And I get, like, you know, a lot of messages, like a couple of messages from in the, from in the arena that, like, Oh, I was waiting for you. To come up, you definitely won this. Jared actually was the first guy who did me, and then Dime sent me the picture, and then Troyan also took a picture of the screen and sent it in MBS and said, "Most strikes again." And again, it was very humbling that I actually got to see this moment, and a lot of people who know me know how much the Undertaker means to me. Were like happy. It's not like I got married or anything. It's like people were happy that I got to have that like mini miniature moment. Yeah. Dread, uh, uh, and here's the thing: I'm not special. I'm not like I'm not like you know. I'm not like you know. Super I'm like I'm not. Shut like, up. With that. No, I'm. I'm being. No, I'm being real with you. I'm, it's like you don't have to be humble, there, Masahita. Just sink it in and not, enjoy. I'm not being humble, but I'm. I'm trying to illustrate that I was humbled by that reaction from people that know me. That uh, that's what I was saying. You did serve it. There you go. You deserve it. Uh, stop it, you. <laughs> but go on. Okay, exactly. <laughs> if I was next to you, I'm like, what a mark. <laughs> exactly. I was like, and again, uh, and it, it gets me because uh, Jalen, the guy from Vancouver, was like, you know, two seats over from me. And he sees me on the Titan Tron. This is on camera. I didn't see this because I was in the zone during that time. I was like, once they cut to me, I'm going to kill it. That's it. That's all I'm going to do. I didn't even, I didn't know what everyone around me was doing. I didn't even, the guy next to me was like yelling to me, they're going to come to you, bro. And I didn't hear that at all until I played the video back. But anyway, but anyway, Jalen like looks at the, looks at the Titan sees me, like looks directly at me like, whoa, you're on the, and I'm doing this. And he takes a picture, a snapshot of me doing the, 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 the and, and then I meet a, a couple of guys afterwards and they're, dude, you killed it. That was so good. You did so well. Uh, yeah, great. I had my moment. I was like, this was my mania. This was me, like, you know, this was, in my mind, in my, you know, fictional professional wrestling company that I'm in, this was me getting the title. Yeah, yeah. it really was, actually. Yeah, this was me getting my Josh Alexander moment, if, you, if that makes yes. sense, Joe. Yes, yes. And, and then mania ends. I meet a few of the guys outside. We say goodbye to uh, me, Tony Dime. I meet Dime, the boys, Wendy, and stuff. I say goodbye to them. Yeah. Then I have to hustle over to the Superstore because the most important panel of the of the week is up. The Undertaker, WrestleMania Access panel. And they were going to do just, you know what? The, it's all about the fans' questions. But at the time, at the point that started, I got the other Undertaker tattoo. But anyways, at the point that started, I was like, I was too tired. And I cannot, I literally cannot think of anything to ask the Undertaker at the, t- at the time. My mind is spent. Um, real quick, um, are you recording also, Mohammed? I am, yes. I have to split to get downtown. Um, and me, the... Uh, They're I'm taking with, you downtown? Uh, yes, yes. Should we call a lawyer? You should. I have Clarence Mason on speed dial. No, 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 no. Mark Sterling. We got him on it. 
<laughs> Clarence Mason's probably the better lawyer, honestly. <laughs> but now you, now you me... just some white people now. Jesus. <laughs> send me the Oh dude. Other dude, for it. James, touch my heart. Thank you. <laughs> but, then, but yeah, I'll send you the rest of the recording. Uh right. just one last thing, uh yeah. Anyway, is he going? Is he gone? Oh, he's it's gone. gone. He's I can't. I couldn't wait oh, to get rid of it. Couldn't wait to get rid of this cracker, man. No, he's, oh, Joe, you're still here. Oh, oh, hi, Joe. I was talking about these crackers I have here. They're like, you know, they're horrible. They taste bad. I was like, hey, you know, I, 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 I can't wait to throw those away. That's right. <laughs> All right. Hey, take it easy. Okay. Bye. See you, man. But uh, I'm going to just say that one last story that uh, I got to see the Undertaker and uh, some of the highlights from that panel was a guy was starting about like, you know, about how the Undertaker had some matches that were not that good. And it's it's still weird to see the Undertaker talk like a human, if that makes oh, sense. Yeah. yeah. When it's and, yeah. And, yeah. And him being funny and relatable and all that kind of stuff. Because the guy said something about, you know, some of your matches like the one with Gonzalo were not good. And then the Undertaker like goes like, security. <laughs> <laughs> and people laugh. And then he says, whoa, whoa, whoa. You, you do know it's put the Undertaker over weak, don't you? Exactly. <laughs> put Taker, put Taker over weak. Yeah. And honestly, if they actually made, have him do a, uh, do a podcast, I'd be all for it. That's, of course. This guy's but a welcome. It's, weird. Weird. it's still going to be weird. It's still going to be weird, but I think it being weird is part of the charm of it. There's <laughs> my problem with his podcast, though. He has Who's... to keep it to wrestling. Because when yeah. you start pitting your personal beliefs in there, that's when you start looking at you differently. And you start having an opinion about things, which is nothing wrong with that. But in this day of time, opinions can kill you. <laughs> it's <laughs> exactly not that. Right. I don't think it has to be about his religious opinions or anything. But I think it's better if he crosses over to other pop cultures things because... Oh, yeah. See, pop cultures, is, that's fine. I'm just saying. But just don't here's the thing. If he, does wrestling, if he does wrestling podcasts... Who's a bigger star than him that he's gonna get on? It's like he can count people who has have his theme star power on one hand. Uh, of course, but he can talk about himself for like a good two years <laughs> podcast. Though. He could. It's, 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 it could it's, be something like uh, like you, you got Bruce Pritchard or uh, what's his name, uh, Ric Flair's son-in-law, Conrad. Yeah, Conrad Thompson. Well, yet, if he can get all his old uh, WrestleMania opponents and stuff like that, and have talks about the matches and stuff. It's yeah, like, yeah. I, I would about? love a podcast between him and Mick Foley, honestly. Yeah, see? Him and Shawn Michaels. See, he, he has a lot of materials. And I would like him to say about movies and stuff like that. But just be careful about stuff certain you think because that's you don't want to be isolated. Keep the Mr. I want to know about The Undertaker, not Mark Calloway. That's what I'm trying to say. Keep Mark Calloway away from The Undertaker podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you start. That's the problem with Jim Cornette. If Jim just keep to wrestling and other things, it'd be fine. But then he have to pit his person, which is fine. You can do that. But that's when you start getting that divide there and stuff like. The that. problem is Jim Cornette when he talks about other stuff that goes around besides politics. Mm-hmm. Pretty much everything. Pretty much a lot of it is an un, uninformed opinion. Exactly. See, that's yeah. See, and and it, it 
I hate when people talk about inform stuff, like with the on heart thing. He thought it was just for the women. Like Jesus, <laughs> and I get it. He's not following as much as him, but it's like really, it's for men and women. It's like, <laughs> and here's the thing: it's I'm okay with Jim Carnett not knowing stuff, but the other, but Brian Lass should be there too. The backup, yeah, exactly. Yeah, not just like about. I don't know either, Jim. But it's like I don't know either. Okay, so let's both go with this assumption that we're that it's not. Exactly. Yes, it drives me crazy. Just it's just the easy just. Yeah. Easy, just look up there. Yeah, but anyway, since so, this is gonna be part of the actual podcast, let's not try to bury the the bigger established people that much. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, because because you know our end game is in like ten years we can get Jim Cornette on. But <laughs> yes, 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 we love you, Jim. We do, we do. Yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> and it's weird enough, Jim Cornette was actually pretty. He was pretty happy with night one. I'm gonna say it. So I didn't expect that. He he was of course. I haven't listened to it yet. I was going to. I'm just on the the. No, he had three parts. He had he talked about before WrestleMania, then WrestleMania, and then, then the Monday. Yeah. Then he probably did the Monday Night Raw on the, the on the big yeah, screen. So. so, but he was talking about uh, stand and deliver stuff. No, he was yeah, talking he, about he, that. Uh... He talked about stand and deliver the same uh, the same show as WrestleMania actually. He was talking about before WrestleMania, so it, yeah, he had Mania Week, which he talked, which he talked yeah. about, yeah, sm- even the WrestleMania SmackDown, the Hall of Fame that was all on that show, but then he yeah, had the WrestleMania uh, where they didn't take any questions or anything. He just reviewed Stand and Deliver, WrestleMania Night One, WrestleMania Night Two. So I got eleven minutes left. So how was Boston? How was AEW? Uh, like I said, it was. Now here's a, I'm gonna say I like Boston like I I was there for just less than a day, so what I did is I was gonna do one thing in Boston and then go to AEW. So I decided you know what, everyone is talking about the Freedom Trail. I'm gonna see if I can get a tour. But I was there at 3 p.m. There were the tours coming up. I found this application, and this is free publicity. I don't know if I can do that or not. It's called. It's called where is it? Freedom Trail. It's actually called Freedom Trail, where you can just you know you pay like seven dollars for the full uh, for the for one of those uh, tours. You just plug this in your uh, in your ears. You walk around the sites of the Freedom Trail and you just hear about it from the application, which was pretty much one of the greatest things. The best way to explore is wander. I did not get to finish it because I had to go to Dynamite to then. Uh, it's. And this is not a knock. Now I'm it's, I'm going to start out by saying this is a smaller venue than what the WWE usually runs. Mm-hmm. It well, had, of course, yeah. But that's not a knock. It's actually it's just to explain that it had. I don't want to say it had a smaller scale feel, but it had a more intimate feel. Mm-hmm. And it was filled out pretty nicely, so it's not like it had. But. You get there, and everyone there is from Boston. Now, there was a girl sitting next to me that went to WrestleMania, but she's from Boston, so it's like, yeah, you've been to WrestleMania, how was it? Oh, I thought night one was better than night two. It's, uh... And then, you know, the show starts, and again, maybe because I'm the only person who traveled for this show in the area that I'm in, I'm probably more hyped than most of them. Mm-hmm. Like, Samoa Joe comes out, and I'm like, Joe, 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 and then people start, you know, following up with me. Then... And here's the one thing. Max Caster said when they were beating NXT in the ratings, Joe was their champion. No, Joe, st- Joe won the title after they moved to Tuesday. Just saying. But that's... Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
he could have taken a lot more, you know, brutal shots than that, but could. Yeah. He, he, he has to be good now, so yes. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's, I'm going to say the show moves pretty fast. It's not, it, uh, yeah, it moves a lot faster in real life than it actually does on, uh, than what plays out on TV. Uh, you right. got, uh, and Justin Roberts, you know, you guys know how much, like, his announcements for main events drives me insane because he adds that goofy stuff in there that just, ah! But I got to eat my words because Justin Roberts was working the crowd through every commercial break that didn't have a match going on through it. And he was pretty, and he was pretty good. He was pretty intimate. He was talking about that. He actually, he actually called a match between uh, the referee Rick Knox and a fan, and uh, rock paper scissors. He was like, okay. uh, "This fan says he can beat you." Uh, he, uh, this fan, uh, there's a fan that says uh, that you suck, and uh, okay, let's have a rock paper scissors to settle this. And uh, you know, the guy won. And... Again, this had. I'm not gonna say it had like because WWE does a lot of stuff to entertain people with the between the commercial breaks as well, but this had a more intimate feel because it was just Justin Roberts riffing with the fans. Mm-hmm. And FDR versus the Young Bucks that made that alone made the trip to Boston worth it. Yeah, even a certain person that we like said he's gonna call him the Young Bucks now. So yes, even yeah, he was exactly. moved by it. Exactly so, yeah. because. And here's the thing, because without that match, it was pretty much substandard dynamite that I might have regretted, you know, spending the money on plane tickets and traps to go. No Punk, no Keith Lee, no. Yeah, I, I get you. But you was there for Rampage, right? No, Swerve was there for Rampage, Keith Lee was not. Okay, okay. But... The... Yeah, and I mean... So basically... But I get it. It's 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 again. It's a risk they did not guarantee you're gonna see anyone. So yeah. So uh, what time was it over with? Like everything when you was leaving. Around eleven thirty ish, I think. Okay. Because they Wait. had one here in Duluth, and it was twenty minutes away, but it was on a Wednesday, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to be there for like four hours. And then leave in. And yeah. here's the thing, because I was fully prepared for the for the dark tapings to be after the shows. Mm-hmm. But that was not the case. They had the dark tapings as I was walking into the arena. So yeah, they changed it up. Usually yeah, dark and then rampage. Yeah, which is, which, yeah. Is, which is the better way? Which is the better way to do it? Yeah, leave on the so. high note. So so. Yeah, but it's it's again uh, FTR versus Young Bucks, awesome. Yuda versus Moxley, amazing. Always great to see Brian Danielson in a uh, wrestle, best wrestler in the world. Uh, ver- now again, I was on the side thing, and this security guard kept standing up when everyone starts standing, and he keeps moving around. He does not stand stationary in place. He keeps shifting around the chair, which made it hard to navigate around him to see whatever I wanted to see. So by the time I was like, okay, this guy's not gonna sit down during Moxley and Yuda, I'm not. I'm just gonna go to the railing and just stand there next to the tree. And watch everything mm-hmm. for, uh, play out. And that's uh, what I did for the rest of the night. And it was pretty great. Uh, the Hardys versus uh, Hardys versus uh, Butcher and Blade got a good pop. Even though the match itself was not clear what was going on. Uh, 
No, it's table match. It's whatever. It's a table yeah. match. I uh, like that Serena Deep just cut right in front of me when she was going to hit Cheetah with the chair, and then they had to stare off. Um, Wardlow was like, you know, I was like, the way the place he enters to the ring with, uh, they, uh, even the same place as spot that Moxley used, was next to the railing where next to the spot where I was so it was good and then I had like a lot of like you know event staff or security push past me to get to stop Wardlow which okay cool <laughs> I was like yeah I'm part wow. of the show now and the guy's yeah, like move go. out of the way move out of the way it's like you do know that I know that this is not real like you don't have to sell me when you're like you're not even on camera hey they just keeping it kayfabe. I'm just standing. I'm just standing in my spot, dude. I mean, like he does. Exactly, exactly. Like, so like... <laughs> <sighs> but it was, it was, it was nice. It was good. It's, it's. it's... Well, I'm glad you had a good time because I know yeah. it's different. You know, yeah, it's it's a completely to... it's a completely different vibe than any independent I've been to. It's a completely different vibe than the NWE. It's just, yeah. again, it's even. If I say AEW has a cult following, that's not an insult. It's pretty actually a lot of great movies have cult followings. So it's yeah. it's good to see that in Boston, like uh, I'm about, that the city can generate that much fandom for this uh, for this event. Yeah, because even Jared was surprised when they was in New Orleans how, how hype and thing they was there. I'm just like, it's it. I agree with you. They do have a cult following, but there's some people just want something different. On yeah. the grand scale of WWE, that's what yeah. I think pro wrestling's missing. That's all. You got your indies, of course, but nothing on the level of WWE. So yeah, AEW and, uh, fits that slot. Yeah, and Tony Khan came out a couple of times hyping out the crowd and like this. And then when after thing when he said, uh, "Boston, you were with us from day one. We're gonna come back and everything," and he's like happy. And I'm like, I'm the only person who does not give a shit if they come back to Boston or not. Not because I, I don't know. know. I'm like, See, that's when you said, excuse me, sir, I have some complaints. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about going to somewhere else for a chill? Uh, anyway. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, uh, but I was like, uh, and then he said, Boston, you saw a star being made in Jimmy Uda. And I was like, this is exactly the kind of stuff I don't like in pro wrestling when you have to label it. Yes. Just let people let people arrive to that conclusion on their own. Don't hurt me. It was off camera, so it was. I guess it was okay. But yeah. uh, I was like, but this is the thing. The, the, but it reminded me why I do not like when Tony Khan speaks a lot. He wants, and uh, and now I understand it. It's not that just because he wants to hype up or everything. Tony Khan wants you. He wants so badly. For you to see things from his perspective, to watch yes. things as he's watching it, and yes. not that there's anything bad with that, but sometimes he goes overboard in trying to actually make you stand in his shoes or so. That's the fan in him. That's what he's saying. He That's like, the fan in him. Like, yeah. yeah. That's you and me when we talk. We try to do that with each other. We're. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I get that. But no. But yeah, maybe next uh, time they come here, I will try to make a show. Yeah, just... you sh you should you ought yourself to go. It's 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 it's. Listen, even if you hate any wrestling company, there is watching wrestling live is always a better experience than watching it on TV or anything else. Because it's, I know that's true, but let me tell you why. 
part of you, even if it's a small part, is going to leave the cynicism back at home. It's not even cynicism. It's not even that. It's just... Not, uh, no, I'm not talking, about, not talking about you specifically. I'm just, you know. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, it's not that. It's just... It's not that the, about the show. It's just that it's the fans. And when you say wrestling fans, or you seem anti-social, it's like there's only certain fans you want to talk to. And that's the whole thing. You don't want to talk to all of them. Because to me, this is different level. You got the ones that really thinks it's real. <laughs> yeah. You usually get that in the South. Or you got the person who, like, you know, at WrestleMania 32, who, after Roman Reigns beat Triple H, said, Nakamura's never coming back. He's, he just exactly. signed a, three, he just signed a so, three-year contract. Exactly. See, yeah. So you want to find, I don't want to say intelligent, but a wrestling fan that you can have a conversation with. So you kind of yeah. just stay low-key, and then you, like, they let them speak to you. Like, if you saw me wear a shirt, you say, something like, oh, you know what we're talking about? We can speak a conversation. You're not going to be like, man, I'm sick of Brock Lesnar always coming in and taking the title and this and that, and I'm like, oh, God. It's <laughs> just like, I'm just going to sit down and just not say nothing. <laughs> Speaking of which, so, you know you know, AEW uh, has those uh, coverings for the railings? Yeah. You know, it says AEW, Dynamite, or TBS. Or show on them. They put those on the railings, huh? In Boston, mm-hmm. someone stole one of those covers. Oh, God. <laughs> just left. Uh, he just took it and left right okay. after the main event. It's mm-hmm. it's like, and uh, and I didn't get to it until I saw one of the ring crews. Like, if, if I'm going to have to beat someone up tonight, we're going to have to call it in. And it's like, wow. I can't believe See? someone actually did. How are you going to sell that now? People know it's missing. <laughs> exactly. See, just that's all. So that's usually it's just the fans, though, just the crowds and stuff. But it's yeah. It's just, yeah. Again, and this is the thing. It's it's. I'm gonna tell you this. I did not make any new friends in Boston. <laughs> I can tell. I usually it's and it part of it is uh, and a part of it is probably I'm on the last leg of a three week vacation where I'm all moving everywhere and traveling everywhere and I'm probably. I'd welcome new thing, but I'm not willing to make the extra effort to make new friends, mm. or you know, connect with other wrestling fans. I'd like I'd I'd high five a guy. I'd like you know, I talk to this girl. I talk to this girl like, yeah, that was great. That was next to me. I was, uh, you know, I'd say the guy. Yeah, it was great. You know, cheering on this thing with you. We're doing that stuff, but I wasn't like, I was too tired, I guess, to just, you know, yeah. start like. Are you on Facebook? We should connect. We should do that. I was not looking for that anymore. So that's all. That's usually it. Everyone since double or nothing. Anything after that, it's like I'm always in this weird group of people where it's annoying fans, and it's just it takes me out. Fans that want to get fans, fans that want to get themselves over, you know that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, or a little bit too excited. I'm like, take it down. I'm not saying that because that double or nothing right guy next to the guy, I saw him in a press conference. He was screaming and hyping and all into it and everything, you know, moving his head like, ah, oh my God, it's MJF, oh my God. I'm just like, and then like, oh my God, I hope I never sit next to this guy. Soon enough, I got to the thing, I'm sitting next to him. I'm like, Jesus <laughs> yeah, like the guy who was he... uh, the guy who was at SmackDown, who I talked to you guys about earlier. I was like, oh god, yeah. I really, I, I was over the moon that find out that he was not sitting in the same place at WrestleMania. Yeah, see, but so then, just... but then I saw him at Monday Night Raw, and I was like, god damn it. Yeah, see, 
a little bit older, James get the more I'm like, man, I'm just see it'd be fine. If we sat in the group together, then it'd be fine. Cause see thing is Yeah, we know each other. Yeah. Yeah. I don't chant. I did that in Ring of Honor when I was younger. I don't do things I clap. I'm New Japan, basically. I just sit there like, oh, yeah. Uh, no, I start to chant and do everything, but I'm like, eh, and again, this used to be a thing until I started doing the other stuff. But I I used to not like be the, not like to be the instigator. Same, that's what I'm Someone else started to chant, I'll join in. Now, the weird thing happened is during the main event of WrestleMania, I was the guy who was starting the Roman Reigns chants because there was a lot of like Brock Lesnar. And then I look behind me and there's like two guys in Roman Reigns chant and I'm like, guys, why am I doing this by myself? Don't talk to us, weirdo. It's, it's, it's like, it's like, <laughs> no, they were like, they were like, yeah, wait a minute. It's like, you're not going to come ring, sit ringside at WrestleMania, have a Roman Reigns shirt on and be quiet during the Roman Reigns match. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> it, I did not say that, but I was like, uh, that was my uh, idea at the time. But then again, and then again, this is something that I said. You should be more. Uh, I should be more tolerant of like how people want to take in their experiences, uh, and maybe I should not have done. It. I th- I said it in a joking way. I wasn't like you know. I wasn't yeah, yeah, thinking yeah, about yeah, yeah, but yeah. Like yeah. Uh, you can yeah, you can take this and do whatever you want. Like you could either huh, go up or everything, but. Honestly, and then this again, because I don't have wrestling fans in my everyday circle, I like high-fiving it with people. I like, you know, chanting with the people. I like, you know, having conversations. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. You know, I'm usually not the instigator of that. It's, I don't start there. Someone like, hey, yeah, I, you know, I reciprocate and everything. But, yeah, but that's just me just, that's how I am and stuff like that. But that's but just when I'm by myself. Now, I'm with a group of people. I'm a little bit more animated. I go with it. Yeah, I'm because it's safe, safe space. Yeah, so that's how I usually feel about usually about live events. It's just like I've been to enough, and it's just like, uh, just shake my head. <laughs> just like... And here's the thing: if yeah, if you're going to a live event that there's nothing that's actually jumping out to you that you're actually waiting for, you're gonna be a little, a, little, a tad bit more docile yeah. than usual. Yeah, just, you can't I you can't I... help it. It's because yeah, I'm excited, but to a certain level, I'm not gonna go above that level in my excitement because I'm like. No, and it's yeah, and I guess it's just the difference between AEW and WWE because WWE, like Joe said, you can get the casuals, you get the family, that's okay, but they seem to be like on cloud nine, and it's fine, but like it's just every time's around me again. When I did the Starcade thing, it was this couple, <laughs> and I guess they first event they was going crazy for the street profits. I'm shocked they didn't lose their goddamn voice because soon as they came out to the end segment, they kept on screaming and chanting Street Profits. And I'm like, I guess they wanted to smoke at least. Exactly. Can we listen to them talk first? (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. I hate it. We were like, yeah. I was like, I was trying, me and the other guy, we tried to shut down a couple of watch uh, chants when uh, they were doing it to Cody. I was like, well, if you shut up, you can hear him speak. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. It's uh, this is when I started like to really appreciate how why Steve Austin does not like the watch chant anymore, or like why it has to go. No one likes. It. Yeah, yeah, because it's just no apparent reason. They just want to get on TV. Yeah, and get themselves over. Yeah, they want to be like I chanted what at this guy, which is good for a couple yeah. of times, but you're not gonna do it every single second. Like there are people trying to do it to the Undertaker at his Hall of Fame speech. Yeah. Fuck out of here! 
Um, I bought a ticket. I can do whatever the hell I want. So yeah. <laughs> See? Yeah, but no one else is here to listen to you, dude. That's what. That's that's uh, the idea. That's you. It's like that's, that's, literally, literally, we're sitting here because we want to hear this man speak. Is there's nothing yeah. else that's coming afterwards? So this is the main event. These uh, so shut up. That's all you ask. It's why I always like give me a skybox. Let me get away from these people. I can just yeah. sit here and just look at from here. <laughs> well, if they ever go to New Orleans, if you ever go to the New Orleans, you know Troyan has you hooked up. No, he's working on it. He's working on it. Exactly. He's still working. He's still working on it. Huh? He works for them. <laughs> yeah, but I thought I thought I thought it'd be a done deal by now. Yeah. Okay, the reason why you didn't see him at WrestleMania because he was sitting with the McMahons working out a deal for New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you better say I had a skybox for my boy James. <laughs> and a front row, and another front row ticket for my boy Mo right here. Right. Nah, I'll be right there with you, Mo. I'll not probably next to you because knowing I love, we'll probably be in the same row, but like, worried about 10 people, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but hey, if it's oh. you and me, we're going to have back to back and we're going to fight all ten, all, all 10 of them. Exactly. They're gonna be like what? And we'll be like, shut up. Oh before I go, so you pay for the travel pass, well, package, and then you gotta get the plane ticket separately. Yep. Correct? Okay. And Don't ask me how much because I'm not I'm, hotel? Uh, uh yeah. Actually, I didn't yeah. get I didn't get extra days for the hotel. I booked a different stay at a different hotel because of the price ring because it was the Sheraton Dallas, so it's, okay. you know, it's that much. And then there's the Best Western Dallas, which is a lot more. Okay. Of so course, like... of course, all that went uh, went to shit when I went walked into the Superstore, because you can see all the merch behind me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have a problem. Manga. No, we collectors, that's what we do, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I mean, you, uh, a friend of mine sent me this app called Game Eye. It basically catalogs all video games and game collectibles systems and stuff. And it took me a week to do it. Oh my god, you have that much? Uh, <laughs> or is it, yeah, or were yeah. you just slow in doing it there? I was doing it slow because you barcode scanning, scanning each one, hmm. stuff like that. Then some of them don't have cases for them, so I have to manually put them in there. And I finished that. And so basically my systems, my games, controllers, all like that, and then the Amiibos, the little statues and stuff I have up there. I have a total of 707. Oh my total God. value compared to them is twenty seven thousand dollars. It's good. <laughs> I didn't know that in a year I have five hundred and sixty three games. <laughs> my goodness. Same have you played have have you played them all? Oh I did not. <laughs> Some um. of them, which I had to confess to my wife, are still wrapped up. Plastic. <laughs> I I have the same problem on the small uh, for games on a smaller scale, but still, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah but no, it's not a lot of games. It probably got uh, well, ten games total. That's probably still wrapped. You know, you get a new game and another one comes in. You just 
don't play that second one and then and then and then and then this one gets lost to time while you play yeah uh, yeah yeah like i have i have the avengers game collector's edition box which had the you know the small captain america statue and the and the iron man uh, schematics that are right behind the undertaker poster over there Mm -hmm. and and yeah it's and i never played and the game itself is still wrapped up I was like, I need to finish the Spider-Man Extra. I need to finish the Spider-Man Extra games first, then play that one, which I have not purchased yet. But <laughs> I have a game, and I, I when PlayStation One came out and it had CD cases when I was in college, I started taking them apart and stopped posting them on my wall the artwork just to have something different. Castlevania Symphony and Night. It was my first PlayStation One game. If I kept that game intact. Case everything, everything good. It is seven hundred and fifty dollars, and I'm like, it's only a hundred dollars now because I only my, got the CD. My goodness, I'll never, I'll never sell none of my stuff though. But it was, it was a nice trip down memory lane. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, wow. It's nice. It's nice to catalog the stuff you have. Honestly, it's, it's at <laughs> least it's 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 the next best thing to actually looking at your collection is just you know seeing that oh I have this and I have this and I have this. That's yeah. Now. I wish they had an app like that for my figurines, because then yeah, that'd be that'd be the oh, next yeah. thing I need to do. I honestly, I think there should be an app for that for my uh, for the graphic for my graphic novels collection. That was uh, I I should I I believe there is one. Yeah, I should get on that because I have a lot. I have like a I have like bookshelves up on bookshelves of graphic novels. Some of the a lot of them are still graphed. Some of them I actually read on the digital, and then just have the book. Funny enough, I do that too. Mm-hmm. Like I I get. I get the digital, and then if it's a hard copy, I get that too. Yeah. Okay, so we passed the two hour, two hour and a half hours mark. Before we continue, I think uh, this uh, conversation. I think we should wrap up the pod. Uh, Only forgot about the pod. Yeah. Just talking with my good friend Mohammed. Yeah, I know. Uh, we can. Uh, yeah, we'll do that after we record this ending because we don't want people to think we're weird or anything. Just don't like fans. That's. It. Now, of course, anyone who's listening to this pod, now, when James said he does not like, you know, some wrestling fans, you guys are not them. You guys are all welcome to just sit next to it, uh, next, uh, next to us, uh, next to us. Yes, y'all know who y'all are. Y'all yeah, know next who to y'all us at, at any wrestling show and just tell us that you're a fan yeah. of the show, all 26 of you. Anyways, yes. uh, thank you, everyone, for, uh, for Joe O'Connor, James Lanton, this is Mama Fatty. Happy podcasting. Happy podcast, everybody. Yep.